This is episode number 36, and my name is Henry. Chloe. <laughs> and today, uh, well, actually, quick thing. Don't so, worry. <laughs> uh, Brayden is coming, but uh, we had to change the time, push the time an hour forward. And so, uh, haven't heard something from him, so hopefully he's got it. He's just on the way, but he will be here, uh, just not currently. But right now, our, my dog is in the room, so she's our. Our third member. Yeah. Anyways, today, and thank you for joining us uh, yet again. But today, sorry, I'm um, <laughs> It's like, oh, I'm going to be the whole time. Yeah, so today we're going to be reviewing Alex Garland's Annihilation, and we're also going to be doing uh, a review of the new Netflix sci fi film Mute. So that's going to be pretty cool. And then, not, not a whole lot of news that I know of. Really, but we have some listener questions and all the other stuff, so should be a good show. Well, Chloe, how <laughs> how you doing? I'm okay. How are you? I'm all right. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah. As from as I mentioned to you, I stayed up like all night to read the book Annihilation after having seen the movie. Right. So Clo- yeah, Chloe's a little no clarity. S- yeah, so Chloe's a little sleep deprived. I'm just. Oof, but, shook. But, but she <laughs> Definition shook. Definition of shook. Yeah. From Annihilation. Right. And Mute wasn't a whole lot less, you know, shooking. <laughs> but, well put. But heavens. <sighs> Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, ooh, sorry, hot mic. Yeesh. Any, anyhow, but yeah, I'm doing all right. I'm doing my uh, extra work the coffee shop tomorrow, do a bank run. I honestly thought you were going to say robbery. <laughs> like, my mind just made it go to bank robbery. Yeah. Yeah, so you may not, <laughs> I may not appear next week. <laughs> so, well, what, it just depends on how I, how I, uh, how yeah, I, if you uh, get away I, with it. Right. <laughs> I won't appear next week. Oh, that's, that's right. Yeah, we should mention, yeah, so Chloe is going to be going to Mexico. For on a little vacation, yeah, okay, with some buddies, and so that should be fun. Mm-hmm. Probably. I hope. Yeah, I hope so. We'll see. Although, yeah. Any any ideas of what you're gonna do? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I barely knew I was going until like a week ago. So. All right. No. Well. Play it by ear. Okay. Reminds me of that uh, horribly offensive. Movie trailer we saw last night before Annihilation. Right. Called Gringo. Right. Hated that. Mm-hmm. Just offensive. To, it was offensive to literally everyone. Like, just in the trailer, it diminished women, people of color, people of other colors, <laughs> everybody. Mm-hmm. Even white guys. <laughs> you said it. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh, what a mess. Yeah, we're, we're, I still haven't heard a, even a text from Braden. That's weird. I know, it's weird. It feels empty without him. Yeah. Which is odd, his, because... His mic is all ready. Yeah. It's just, his, his chair is empty, so... 
It's unfortunate. There's something I was going to tell you. This isn't true, I guess, me fashion. There's something I was going to say. I was going to say it before the podcast. And I said, oh, no, save it, save it. I have no clue what it was. Okay. Well, as per usual, it'll just come out. That's true. At a random time. So <laughs> listeners have that true. to look forward to. Yeah. And it, But it's not related to movies. It's just random. God knows, Henry. Who knows? I have no idea. Yeah. It's Purim. A Jewish holiday. Oh. Very exciting. Cool. Especially since that NPR thing came out today to bring the show down a little bit. Right. It was like anti-Semitic acts who've gone up 90% in the last Great. year. <laughs> so it's perm, everyone. Mm. Have fun. Yeah. <laughs> it's the party of the holidays. You can watch VeggieTales Esther to celebrate for Classic. a little movie tie-in. Classic. VeggieTales are dope. They're so good. Okay. They're still good. All right. I don't, like, watch them for fun, but... You sure? No. (laughs) (laughs) Last Mm. time, my friends and I went to the beach, my best friend Kaylee and my other friend Allie, and I go to the beach every summer, and we went, and to wake Allie up every morning, Kaylee and I sang the VeggieTales theme song, because Allie had never seen VeggieTales somehow. Mm. So I guess we were trying to, I don't know, uh psychically communicate right the whole of the show through the song but i don't think it worked it's a shame yeah <laughs> well cool <laughs> well, I, I, we'll, we'll miss you next week but hopefully we can get maybe one of the one of the jacobs on or it's gonna take both jacobs to replace me yeah at least <laughs> <laughs> maybe 12 more jacobs i don't yeah. know i know a jacob Let's get him on. Yeah, it might not work out too well. He really likes movies. He's the one who made that movie, The Great Catsby. So. Classic. Classic. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Classic Jacob. (laughs) Number three. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I accidentally adopted a rabbit. Oh. Baby rabbit. Okay. So. How's that? Have you named it? No. It's too bad. Open for suggestions. Okay, yeah. Listeners. It's so much pressure to name a pet. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. It was it was in my best friend Kaylee's lab. They had extra bunnies who were going to, you know... Get the, make, get yeah, the axe. Get the, <laughs> yeah. And so, she was like... Because she's a wonderful, caring... She, like, okay, you know how Leslie Nope feels about Ann Perkins? Right. That's how I feel about Kaylee. Okay. So, like, some weird, like, she's a glittering owl unicorn who saves the world. Like, something like that. That's, that's I'm not the, Mike sure. That's Kaylee I can't in a shows. Yeah. Anyway. So, she was, like, trying to find these bunnies' homes. Hmm. So, a little two-week-old bunny's coming my way. Probably tonight. Gotta think of a name. Alright. Well, listeners, the Film Buds podcast at gmail.com <laughs> Is where you can send name us your... Name that bunny. Yeah, name that bunny. Just with, That's the subject. Head. That's the new segment. Yeah. Name that bunny. So, <laughs> F- Feel free to let us know with suggestions. Well, as you may know, I really like pop culture. Uh-huh. So, there's so many avenues down which I could go mm. as far as this bunny's name. Right. So it's challenging for me to decide. My friends Mary and Meg just got some new... Well, they recently got some baby goats, uh-huh. and their mom had named them, because it was before, they knew they were going to get them before Beyonce's twins were born, 
But after the twins were born, even though the names are really stupid, now they call the bunny the goats Sir and Rumi. So those are off the table because I'm around them too much to get confusing. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so okay. I could do Blue Ivy. I could call the rabbit Blue Ivy. Mm. Just so many, got so many choices. I'll think about oh, it. Oh, gee whiz. Um, <laughs> all right, well, I guess even, uh, still, uh, Brayden is MIA still. Yeah. <laughs> but I guess we can just move on to our review of Annihilation. Yeah, dive in. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, Chloe's, Chloe's uh. ready. Chloe's <laughs> mind is exploding, so. Literally. Well, not literally, but literally. Okay. Ugh. I believe you. So much is happening in here. I can't. <laughs> Get a little cramped. Yeah, Chloe's eyes at the, at the... After we got out, she was, like, kind of darting all around, you know? Just, yeah, I know! She couldn't... She couldn't over-sensitize, but... Yeah. Okay. It loosened a screw, I think. Just mm. in my brain. Oof. There you go. That's our review. Yep. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, but so, uh, we have a clip for this one, so take a listen. You must be able to tell me something. You vanished off the face of the earth for 12 months. I deserve a better explanation than no explanation. Doesn't matter. I don't feel very well. All right, so Annihilation is directed by Alex Garland and stars Natalie Portman, Jennifer Jason Lee, the wonderful Tessa Thompson, who I didn't know was in this. Even after he saw her face. Yeah, I was just like, well, because she looked <laughs> the same, kind of different. That's her face? No, but her hair was kind of covering her face, and she had a different... Some clear glasses. Just a lovely... Yeah, hard to tell. Just a lovely lady, but... Jane the Virgin... Jane the Virgin, Oscar Isaac, Gina Rodriguez. Is that Jane the Virgin? Yeah. Oh. And that's about it. Benedict Wong. It's a cool little role for him. Is he Okay, I should have looked it up. Is he the guy who was in an episode of the IT crowd? I don't know. I, didn't, I haven't seen I was show trying yet. to... I'll look. I think he was on the episode with Countdown, my okay. favorite show. My okay. guilty pleasure show. Right, let's make sure. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so this one... So Alex Garland most recently directed and wrote and directed Ex Machina. And then he's also done some screenplays for, he did for Dread, 28 Days Later, and a couple others. And so he's very much a sci-fi, uh, kind of horror, surreal writer. And this Ooh. is definitely... Oh, yeah, it was him. Okay, good. Also, he low-key does no real words. <laughs> But it's fine. If you watch interviews with him, he just makes up words. That's that's the way to go. <laughs> it's really funny. Yeah. So. Like he said, instead of technologically, he said like technology or something. I don't remember. No, what did he say? He said something funky. It wasn't technologically though, which is the real word. Right. So that's fun. 
He's a creative mind, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Or uninformed. One or the other. Which so, he was, I guess, if he read these books and then wrote this script. That was totally different. But. Wait, Alex Garland or Benedict Wong? No, Alex Garland. Oh, I thought we were still on Benedict Wong. No, 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 moved on. All right, so what do you, what do you think of the film? that surreal nature kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, it's not, not that much like Mother, but it's had hints of it. Anyways, go on. But it had so many little details had to be acknowledged. And the more I thought about it, the more I was into it. You know what I mean? And it did have some big themes. The thing I liked about it was, I don't think there's obviously like a life force that is alien to this world, right? Like that's in the trailer. Uh-huh. I'm going to spoil something. Like I just know I'm going to by accident. Okay. I'll try and bleep it out. Yeah, I'll try not to. Okay. So, there's obviously... Fair warning, listeners. But, well, this might constitute as a spoiler, I guess. But this differs from other alien kind of invasion movies in that the alien is not... It's not, like, out to get them, I don't think. Do you know what I mean? It's not like good... That you know of. Okay, well, it's not like... Okay, but it's not like good versus evil, exactly. It's not like a big monster. Mm Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. So, <laughs> so that I really... It's not the uh, xenomorph and alien. It's not like... Just uh, yeah, I don't even know what that is, but perfect. The, the beast. Is that in Transformers? No, it's the the big alien. The titular alien. In this? No, in in the movie Alien. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. So okay. anyway, this one had some good, some good uh, creatures, though. Yeah. Like the bear, did you know, the was bear? made by the same guy as Paddington. Made Paddington. Mm, brilliant mind. <laughs> really liked bears. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the bear was actually pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah, super good. But it's so interesting. I don't know. There's just so much to say, and I'm sure this is not very interesting. Okay. Let no, me keep fine. going. Let me keep going. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, there was that which was very cool. And this probably stems from it being a book, even though it was not much like the book. But then I heard Alex Garland say... That he, like, read the book a hot minute ago and was like, yeah, I didn't reread it. It was just kind of what I remembered from the book. Which is a really interesting way to do it. Because that's the themes that stick with you, the ideas that stick with you. 
as opposed to like going page by page to put this in the script. You know? Mm -hmm. So I do appreciate that. Um, and I really read the book just to get more information because I, I don't like being confused. It's like my least favorite feeling is that of confusion. Right. You made that clear. Last night. Okay, well, they were no, here last no, night. No, no, I mean, not, not, like, oh not, 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 not criticizing, I'm just saying. Also, full disclosure, Henry and I are not dating. Reviewer. <laughs> oh, yeah, we had a reviewer on iTunes say we may secretly be dating. Yeah. We, we aren't. It's so secret, neither of us knows. Flattering, yeah. but, but no. <laughs> anyway, um, where was I? I got distracted, I shockingly. Okay, so, so all of that is a really interesting backdrop full of metaphors and symbols and what have you. For, but I think the story, as Oscar Isaac accidentally said, so I know I'm right, at least to Oscar Isaac, which is all I care about, sure. that the story is really about a marriage. Yeah, I guess. I don't know if that's the center. It's about self-destruction. I think it's about marriage, really, at the core of it. These two people... The whole thing's about self-destruction. They say the trailer, whatever, okay? Okay. Okay, so... They have a relationship, a marriage, they go into it, well, they're in it, then they have to face their struggles, Right. then they come out of it different people, and see where they go from there. Right, so, well, I mean, it it's, feels very, like, you could plaster that on someone going to war, because, like, if, you, like, a woman marries a guy, yeah. they go off to Afghanistan for a year. Yeah. They see all this stuff. They come back. They're completely, they could or can be completely different because yeah. of what they go through. And so then, no, but this, but the catalyst for this is their marriage. The catalyst right. for these events are their is their marriage. Right. Like but they both go into this world because of the state of their marriage. Right. And but it's it, also referenced visually because she says, like, as she's, uh, the whole movie's about self reflection and whether or not it is. There's so many themes. Oh my god. <laughs> Who would like chunk like you're there, the like really dull teacher, and you're making everything <laughs> interesting. Yeah, I said I don't like to do things for other people. Okay, you're the sec. You're the co-teacher. No, you're the teacher. I'm the hype That's man. not feminist enough. <laughs> you're the you're the never mind. I'm, I get I'll it. edit that out. No, I get it. Yeah. Okay. So I'm so sorry. It's okay. Fun. Yeah. Okay. So the whole movie is about self destruction. The people who go into the bubble, because we're just going to call it a bubble. What'd they call it? The, sh the, shimmer. Sh the shimmer. Shimmer. Which is stupid. I hate crap like that. I don't think, I think that's a... She kept what? saying the shimmer. I kept saying, Natalie, stop saying what, it. What are you going to keep, what, what would you call it? The bubble. It's not a bubble. It was a, It was literally a giant bubble. But it's it's, it's not like, you don't okay, see it as it's a round. a shimmer. It's, and it's refractory. How they see it. It refracts literally everything as opposed to just light which is neat. Like, I really like Daughter of a... Apparently, there's a saying that's like, is your daddy a glassblower? Which is really funny, because my daddy is a glassblower. Okay. Don't like to call him daddy. It's, okay, my dad's a glassblower. So, I noticed... So, everything refracts, right? Uh-huh. So, on the shore, you know, the trees? 
Yes. They were like glass. That's dope because it sand cool. and and heat is glass. Yeah. Cool. Everything's really thought through. Anyway, so it's about <laughs> back up. This no, is, to he, be fair, to be fair, this is how you will feel when watching the movie. Mm. Is I'm talking to you and you're confused AF and lots of ideas, whatever, all mashed up. That's what the, watching the movie is like. Sure. Except Natalie Corbin's beautiful to look at. But Henry, yeah, okay. Anyway. Pretty, pretty lady. <laughs> I'm obsessed with Natalie Herschlag. Yeah, in case she was. Natalie Herschlag, Portman, Millipede, in case no one knew. She was looking up facts about her beforehand. Yeah, there were a few I didn't know, and I also don't <laughs> believe those. Like, her favorite actor is Ben Kingsley. Don't believe it. What? She really He's likes pro wrestling. Good, don't good believe actor. it. I don't believe it. Anyway. So, okay, I'm really going to get it this time. Sure. Okay. It's about self-destruction. Right. Because we all have our thing. So each person who goes into the share is, like, flawed. And they go through that. Everyone has their thing that they want to deal with. Mm-hmm. And it's about um, whether or not you succumb to that. Or get through it once you face face it, face yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but every time... Oh, so what I was saying was, to go back to the marriage thing, how it's defined as, a, I think, a big part of the movie, is that every time she looks at herself, there then is a flashback to what she did to contribute to the issues in her marriage. Literally. I really overthought this, and I got, like, two hours of sleep. It's true. I believe you. Yeah. Okay. So there's that. In the book, the book had a lot more to do with cancer. They reference cancer a lot, but a lot more subtly. But like in the book, I don't think this is. I don't think this constitutes a spoiler. In the books, everybody comes out of the sheer. Well, the people come out of the sheer sheen, whatever. What's it called? <laughs> shimmer. It's shimmer. With cancer, so that's a bit different. But again. He just took what he remembered and kind of molded it. Okay, but no, it is about marriage. Like, there's stuff that replicates from the outside world. In the I'm not brain. saying it's not It's there. really neat ideas, though. They make no sense, which is why I have issues with it. You know what I mean? Just because I have a hard time with stuff that doesn't make... You know what I mean? Yeah. Stuff that can't be grounded. But, like, memories can be actualized out of nothing to become physical representations, etc. Correct. And, like, all kinds of crap. It's really cool. I don't remember anything I was saying. Oh my gosh. And then, <laughs> and how, what time are we at? Uh, we're at and 21 then, minutes. No way. <laughs> yep. I was talking for you, 10 minutes straight. You, at least. And you keep then, going. oh crap. What is that thing called? What is it called? The snake that eats itself? I can't remember. Arobros or something? I can't remember the okay. anyway, actual name. But. There's a thing and everyone, it looked like a figure eight and it's a snake eating itself. It was an arrival too, I think. Like all it's kinds the, of stuff. It's the death. Uh, mark. Arobros. Death Mark. The death, oh. death, death Eater Mark. Or Sign of the Death Eater. Dark Mark? I don't know. I can't. It's I, called the Dark Mark, but I appreciate I, it. Didn't I say that first? No. You said Death Mark. And I okay. didn't know what you were talking Harry about. Harry Potter reference. Yeah. Harry Potter reference for the kids outside. This is okay. good, best as I could do here. So, when we're watching Pacific Rim, they literally had the Harry Potter speech in it. Yeah. Okay. Oh, it looks terrible. Yeah, it doesn't look good. Sorry, John. Um, he hopped on the wrong train. Yeah. Poor guy. <sighs> okay. So, they had the Ouroboros. Goes on different... Oh. Yeah. Goes on... Oh, shit. <laughs> it's... Am I pausing? Brain's not coming. Is it coming? 
can't tell. Well. He's not coming? Yes. He's coming? No, he's not. Coming. He's not coming? Oh man. Why not? He's, um, well, I don't know if I should read it on here. Oh. But, um, it's, so Brayden, uh, <laughs> says, um, uh, well, go on. Okay. Go on. So, there's the, I can talk enough for 12 people with this I, one, but I, nobody not, will I'm want not. to listen. No, people, that's, okay. people love you, Chloe. So, <laughs> I'm just here for the, the company, so. Yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> well, you agreed with me. Sorry. I'm going to go back in. Okay. okay. So, the, so stuff transfers from person to person. That's not a spoiler. That's in the trailer. Okay. So, but that sign comes up a lot, and it's about, as you know, death, or, uh, what's a better word for death? Destruction brings creation, right? Is the whole idea of that, which, again, is really goes along with the themes of the movie, but there's two things going on. So there's a thing with marriage that you can bring down, and that's a whole lot of it, says Oscar Isaac, and also me. And then there's the bigger thing where it's, an alien life force that's not there just to attack. It's just kind of evolution, but like a funky kind. I don't know. There's so much going on. Jennifer Jason Lee throws me off all the time. <laughs> I wasn't crazy about her, actually. Yeah, I... She I was, was a little dull. I was in it for the first bit because I thought it was intentional, and then I was like, uh, I don't know about you. Okay, I'll tell you my pet peeve. <laughs> my pet peeve is that I understand you having to change characters and everything. Like, that's totally fine. And I can't... I'm, like, totally a bandwagoner because, like I said, I just read the book last night, so I haven't read all three. And it's not like I'm obsessed with them or anything. Are you sure? But, well, fair enough. Uh, I haven't been obsessed with them for long. <laughs> the covers are cool. Okay, so anyway. So... Braden, my, will, Braden will remain in my... I need my inhaler. Okay. Yeah, yeah, take a breath, bud. <laughs> so, um... Annihilation, the word annihilation has that this is the same problem I had in Call Me By Your Name where they try to incorporate they're trying to like shout out to the to the people who liked it from the beginning who've read the books, whatever, whatever, right? But they give it totally different meanings than it had in the book. Which is just worse. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. they in the movie, again not a spoiler, they say the word annihilation and it's supposed to have a there's something behind it, obviously, right? Yeah. Book, totally different thing going on. Yeah. So that bothers me. But Well, creative okay. license. Essentially, because these are supposed to be our opening remarks. <laughs> no, I mean, we're, you can keep going. A lot to ponder. Definitely worth a watch. Well done. I didn't get bored so much as I was just like, I just want to know what's going on. Because I'm impatient. So there's a difference there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Visually stunning. The acting was so good. Natalie Portman kills it in everything she does. Some things were a little predictable. But not everything because there were lots of new ideas that were so cool to even contemplate. Also, I know the Shimmer's supposed to be like a freaky place where like bad stuff happens to you. But like, I want to get married there. It's so pretty. As long as I don't get eaten. Right. Preferably. Or get cancer. Or get cancer. That's true as well. Or do this weird... Yeah, there's so Either much. Or. Lots of dang. The imagery is a lot. Like, hold your horses. Lots of dang, you say? <laughs> <laughs> Lots of uh, dash... Heaven... What's the word for that? I just... I use it a lot in, like, essays. Lots of dang, as in... 
Okay, we'll just do two commas because we don't need two per- to be too professional. Okay, we're going Lots of comma, dang comma. I'm not continuing the sentence. You see? Sure. Okay. Uh, the visuals were intense AF. Like it reminded me of. I couldn't watch as I said on here before. I couldn't watch. Um, crap. What's it called? Hugh Dancy and Matt. Mc- what's it called? Oh, uh, Hannibal. Yeah, I couldn't watch Hannibal. Because it was too intense for me, right? Uh-huh. But, like, it was so cool. I wanted to... Plus, you dancing. I wanted to watch it. Yeah, okay. But this was, like, a... That was in that genre a little bit. Less less frequently gruesome. And less... Yeah. Less, uh, like... What is the word? Deviant? So I could watch it more easily. You know what I mean? It wasn't, like, evil. It's not, like, murderers or whatever. But visually, it's like the same. It's not for, like, people's it's, weak stomachs. It's dark. It's not for people. And I mean, it has elements of horror. Yeah, for sure. Those are, like, the best horror scenes I've ever seen, though. I They're good. Like. They're effective. I, I wasn't expecting it to be so gory, so. It was, a, it was a nice. <laughs> I mean, in a, I mean, in a good way. Like, it was effective. It was very effective. It was really well done. My, my best friend Kaylee and I were going to see it. Because I thought she would have really liked it. But then she'd heard that it was really gruesome uh-huh. at points. So she didn't want to see it. She not a gorehead? Shockingly, no. <laughs> the one who wanted to save the baby bunnies? No, she's not. <laughs> Weird. And so, but I was glad to know it before going in, you know? Uh-huh. So it's hard to talk about it as, like, a movie because there's so much, it's so big. Do you know what I mean by that? Uh-huh. So it's hard to think about the actual viewing experience as opposed to all the, the, Film, like stuff, puts <laughs> like <laughs> the film itself. All the opportunity gives you to think and everything versus the actual movie. But like visually amazing, acting is amazing. Except Jennifer Jason, I don't know if that was on purpose or not. Not my idea. In the book, that character is a piece of crap. So maybe she was trying to bring that over. Mm-hmm. You know, very. Maybe she had too much plastic surgery. Nice. Also. It's one or the other. I mean, I'm, I'm not crazy about her in general, but... I know, you don't like her. I mean, I, mean, I, I like her in Hateful Eight, but other than that, I'm not... Yeah, she doesn't really do much in Hateful Eight. But it's more of a, like, the kind of ang- angry... She likes that, doesn't she? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe she's an angry lady. Maybe, oh, I hope not. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then... <laughs> what else? Do you know what I is good? I just messed up her name, because I almost said Jane the Virgin again. Have you ever seen Jane the Virgin? No. Yeah, versatile actress, I can tell you that. And then, obviously, Tess Thompson's always good. Didn't get much going Yeah, on she didn't this. do much by Tess, I will say, and I understand it's because there were a lot of men. I really liked the other lady. I didn't know who she was. Oh, the ponytail? Yeah. Girl? Yeah. I really, she really like her. She was good, yeah. Yeah, very cool. Okay. But there were, so I understand there were a lot of main characters, so it's hard to delve deep, but they did fall very stereotypically, which I don't love. Yeah, a little bit. Like, even Natalie Portman was quite flat. In that, she's the main character who doesn't have a niche. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I mean, they're done, almost, like, in the broad strokes, almost something like Aliens, where they're, you can identify their yeah. flaw or their uh, personality by, like, a word or exactly. something. Or even visually. Yeah. Which is, in a way, a testament to the acting. I'm thinking of Tessa Thompson. But also, it was, like, a little over the... A little much. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. But, anyway. Yeah. 
Okay. I'm on like no sleep. Mm-hmm. But furthermore, that's just my excuse. Because this movie shook me to my core. As you can attest to, the minute before it even ended, I was just like, what the? Oh my word. So crazy. I felt like there were like like 120 mile an hour winds coming at me. <laughs> crazy. You should definitely see it though. Everybody should see it. Yeah. What an experience. A lot to be gleaned from it. At first, my reservations were that. Upon seeing the end, it was the movie that was there just to like have people talk about it, you know what I mean? With no definitive ending on their end either, or clear-cut actual mm-hmm. themes or points on their end. But I really did think about it more, and yeah, pretty good. All right. Uh, <laughs> what did you think, Henry? Well, after that very brief... <laughs> oh, God. Careful. Sorry there. Julie <laughs> uh, really Brain's not coming. I know, it's, it is too bad. He said he, he has a lot of stuff to do for the Chelsea. Yeah, I bet. And so... Oh, uh, we, well. So he's... The Chelsea's sold. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, the, I think the Chelsea Theater is going through some changes now. So, and he's one of the main... One of the main employees there. So, yeah, he's... He won't be here, but he'll be here in spirit. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, although he... Yeah, okay. He, But he'll be back next week. Anyways, so I... You should hope so. Otherwise... <laughs> Yeah, I'll, yeah. If, if if he's not back next week, well, then it's just going to be me talking. So I don't think anyone wants to have some people would really like that. I'm sure. Anyways, well, I was a, a li- slightly skeptical about going in just because the, tra- the trailers. I felt like they were marketing the most kind of generic aspects about it, like someone being pulled into a house mm-hmm. by a some unknown creature and just kind of relatively standard action. Yeah, just you know, trailers love to do that. Yeah, oh, I know. Um, and some of the visuals I was a little unsure about. Just, like, the shimmer thing at first, I was like, eh, don't know if I'm digging that. But as the movie went along, I I did end up loving it. Uh, and I do really like uh, Ex Machina, and I do really like his script for Dread. Dread still might be my favorite of, the, of his works. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it's takes a little while to get going, I think. No, I was I in was, from the first second no, with that and, folk song. I was oh, oh, in. see, no, that, and even the folk song. No, even see, the folk song ties in because it's all about self dividing and the song. See, I, I hate that. Oh. I hate that whole, like, oh my one thing. I felt like the soundtrack choice at the beginning was a little cliche. I hated it at the end. As you yeah. might remember, I wanted to, I thought I was, yeah. Did I? I don't think I... Knew. I literally was like, we have to leave because I can't listen to this anymore. When the credits started rolling, you didn't tell me I you was didn't. nicer about it. I'm nice in real life, everybody. <laughs> it was more nuanced, but I was saying, like, this music is... Oh. Oh. Well, I mean, I mean the... That the, counts as a sound. No, I mean the lyric... Not the score, the lyrical song. I liked that. I'm I saying, thought it was very... I'm saying I liked the that and hated the end. Okay. Music. All right. Know. Anyways, so I felt like one there there is kind of the first moment of horror yeah. with a, a video that they watch. And that was when I was kind of, you know, oh, the, yeah, the cutting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so that was when I was kind of like, okay, this movie knows what it's what doing. it's doing. Yeah, and so I was kind <laughs> of in from there. It I was a little From there? Yeah. It's like halfway through the movie. Well, I mean there are certain little things sprinkled in the beginning yes. that but it just felt a little here, we're gonna go investigate this supernatural anomaly 
And I was like, okay, I've seen that. Dang, really? See, I mean, I, I wasn't hating it. I, I was know, just you like, you have to delve deep like I did. You have to go crazy, I think, to appreciate this movie. You, like, really, really, really and, have to and, get into but it. See, and see, now, Invest. on rewatch, I think that'll play better. Yeah. But, um... Oh, it's Brayden. Exactly. Uh, I think what I tried to do was just replay it in my mind, which will make you a little more nuts, though, than just seeing it again, which would be a good call. Yeah. But <laughs> anyways... <laughs> like, literally, literally at, like, four in the morning, I was like, oh, my God, and the cell division, and that first scene where they're, like, holding hands, and they're in that glass, and you see the glass of water, and it's them combining, and then they're on the ad. Oh, my God. Everything's very... And it's not me just being too much, like, extra. Like, I think everything was really finely tuned to be, like, symbolism. Mm-hmm. Oh, you definitely have to watch it more than once. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would agree. I, I mean, I think this one is definitely a lot more ambitious than Ex Machina. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think Ex Machina is... It's well done, and it's a very tight story. Yeah, and so at times, small. Yeah. Contained. Which, I guess it's his directorial debut for that, so it makes yeah. sense. Very and this, I think at times, like in the first maybe hour, it maybe slows down a little too much, and it just kind of delves into kind of that what you're saying, the character yeah. well, so stereotypes in it, a way. Which, I mean, they weren't that interesting. And so it's kind of no. like waiting for them to go see the next right. weird thing. And I thought all the, the weird visuals that they see in warehouses and stuff with, so good. with the holes and the... Felt very alien-like, though, with the kind of white, gross... I thought it was just incredible. Oh, that stuff? You know, like it, like in Alien, there's the... The pods that open up, and it's that kind of white, yeah. golden uh, goo. But and everything so, they did was based on actual... So she's a biologist, and it's all about kind of biology, like at the most basic right. level, right? And it was all based on actual... I don't think the term is formula, but it was all based on actual phenomenon. Like, okay. I think it was called, like, the Mandelbrot set or something. Hmm. So, like, all of that set design was based on actual occurrences, mm -hmm. which is pretty neat. Yeah, but I... I, yeah, I mean, I did like it. I mean, I think the, the moments of where they encounter animals and the horror elements of it were probably my favorite. And I did think the third act was amazing. Even though it's, it's, it's very... Uh, Ridiculous. Mysterious. So extra. It's, I mean, it's a lot. Like, I mean, I feel like there's going to be some people who watch it. And they're out. They're like, gonna, mother. Yeah. They're going to lose it. Yeah. Yeah. Good, good point. And then... Or like me, who I was just, even though I didn't necessarily understand everything that was happening, it's so new and interesting to, to watch that it's, yeah. I was just in. I was out for a second there. In mm -hmm. the, I think you probably, in the third, like you said, for a oh, bit. Oh, there was, there was one moment with Jennifer Jason Lee. Yeah. That lost me. I was like, oh no. Yeah, that bit, right? Yeah, come on, Alex. I said. I was like, Alex, you're losing it, buddy. Yeah. Bring it back. <laughs> Real it in. Yeah. yeah and so me then too. after that, after she, after that part is done, the rest is that awesome. was terrible dialogue though. I hate that monologue, yeah. too explanatory crap. Yeah. I it's mean, quote unquote explanatory. It's just nonsense. It's just dribble basically. Mm -hmm. Show don't tell, fam. Oh, I hated that exactly. That's where it lost me too. Uh -huh. And it probably took me longer to get back into it than you. Still, definitely worth the watch. Yeah. No, but the end is a boggle. And so, yeah, I mean, I think in terms of being ambitious, it most of the time it lands. Sometimes it maybe goes a little, 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 little too far it and, and me, falls flat. But. It reminded me of like I don't know if this is a commonly known thing, mm -hmm. but like 
When my dad, like, plays music on his computer, he puts on that, like, psychedelic thing that, like, is supposed to mirror the music. Do you mm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The, like, geometrical light thing, kind yeah. of. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's really weird. Who's what I'm talking about? Nice. That Smart was, like, guy. That was, like, this whole... <laughs> at the end of the movie, I was just thinking about that, and I was like, "This is they had too much money, like <laughs> reel it in." <laughs> well, I mean, is, even the the end credits were like visually like. Oof. That's what I was. To be honest with you, I said this is ridiculous. I'm done. Well, see, I, lo- I I did love the look of the end credits of just having those credits. Yeah, it's just visually awesome. I All guess. the different colors and yeah, uh, but I did at times. Now I like the score, the part of the score that was Iffy. more horror and. Like, like thriller uh-huh. sounding, but then there was this recurring guitar. I like the folk song. <laughs> so, so are you talking not the li- one with lyrics, the the theme? No, I like the lyrics one. No, but the, the recurring guitar oh, yeah. picking. Yeah, you, you know what I'm talking about. That was about? weird. That one felt it's folksy, yeah. but and at times it felt a little tonally off. I thought it was gonna tie in more. Like I thought it was gonna switch. I thought it was gonna be like like normal, and then it's gonna go back. Yeah, and Which but it's when, it's yeah. mostly them when they walk through part of the shimmer. They're just chilling. <laughs> it's just like the guitar picking, and it felt like I felt if they brought back the eerie, yeah, metallic score would have yeah. played much better because you're like in this yeah. element of horror, like someone gets eaten or something, and then you know, and I felt like that was kind of a misstep there, but wasn't a huge thing. But I did. I mean, I think Natalie Portman was pretty good. For the most part, oh, I thought she's perfect. In no, everything. she's not. <gasps> no strings attached. Brilliant performance. She was very good in it. Mm. She was. I don't think so. She was. You sure? Yeah. Okay. That was a, okay. She did three movies in one year, and they were all a lot. <laughs> she did that, Your Highness. Oh, brilliant! And like too. Thor, and they were all at the same time. And the th- you think she's great in the Thor movies? I think she's perfect in everything. I'm not saying. That they're, like, the best movies ever made. Uh-huh. Anyways, I mean, I felt, for the most part... She was crazy good in this. Okay. When she cried, I cried. I'm not... I don't doubt that. But, <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, there were, at times, I mean, very small lines where, like, it would feel a little wooden, like, the, her delivery. That's her character. Not... No, but in, there's... Sometimes it just felt awkward and not that well delivered. But, for the most part, I liked her. I thought, I thought she was quite good. All right? I had no issue with anyone aside from Jennifer Jason Lee being a little dull. Yeah. Um, and flat weird. in terms of the character. Yeah. But. That was a really underdeveloped character. Yes. Especially compared to the book. Yeah. Uh, but I loved. Did we talk about the bear already? Or was that before a the show? A little bit. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's a great scene with a bear. It's no revenant attack, but it's. <laughs> It's pretty good. Oh, it's pretty darn close. Oh, my word. It, it, well, I mean, it, it has, I would say it has interesting ideas and moments, but yeah. still not as. That's true. But, and also what the, the effect or the twist with yeah. how the bear is acting, that was very well, good. Well, it's all about refraction. Yeah. And, like, echoes, I think, as Natalie Portman put it, and it's so neat. Yeah. And, but yeah, I really liked anything with that. I loved the, I mean, you see it in the trailer, but the... Uh, the deer or the, yeah. you know, with the antlers Flower that are, things. like, flowers. Yeah. And I loved what happened, the, the twist with Tessa Thompson's character. What, how that quickly develops into something. Yeah. You know what I mean? I do. And I really like that and how, how that 
plays and, out. Yes. Well, because again, a big, a big motif of the movie is like if you're willing to kind of like, if you're willing to get, if you're basically going to give in to, to change, or if you're going to fight it and remain. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. And that is shown through the characters yeah. as well. Well, I mean, the, the, the big thing I, I got, which I guess is maybe the broadest one, but it's that change in nature can be beautiful, but also can be incredibly dangerous and un- unpredictable, you know? Be- yeah. Did you I, not? I did. Do you- I don't know. Yeah. What? No, same, same. I mean, that's that's something that I thought was interesting. I mean, yeah. it's a... Go on. Well, like, on that note, I guess, one thing that I have issue with, with movies, which maybe after seeing this is not totally fair, is that I want it to be, like, clear-cut. Like, I want you to have a reason and a method for having put on screen and in the story what you have. But, like, that's not life, which I think is something that this movie reflects. Not to get too meta here. <laughs> no, feel free. <laughs> but, like, the point is that there a lot is encapsulated in it, though there is no complete, like, point or goal or aim known. Do you know? Was that Wait. rambling? Did I ramble? Wait, so you mean there's... It's not Like, known. you're saying there's beauty in nature. And like, a, like, also, a, like, like a change in nature. Or a mutation, which is what yeah, is happening with the show. Yeah, also dangerous, right? Correct, yeah. Yeah, which is the... Yeah, exactly. And there's no more to it than that, mm-hmm. right? It's not like it's there to serve a particular purpose, whatever. Except I have a bit of a... Well, it's a lot of spoilers, but... Okay. I have a bit of a, like... Uh, like Matthew McConaughey in True Detective. <laughs> how he didn't have anything in his apartment, but crap, like, covered the walls. That's how I felt <laughs> thinking about this. Okay. Like, I have a theory. All right. That the, that the alien thing is kind of bad. Or not bad, but, like, has a, has an idea. Right. Yeah, I mean, what well, I like the idea towards the end. It's not really a spoiler, but of... or And again, with the ch- kind of change in nature, something can come in and change it, but that doesn't necessarily mean... It can be different to you. Yeah. That doesn't always mean it's going to be a bad thing. Like... Yeah. Even just something simple like the the deer with the antlers. That's not bad. It's it's a change, but then there's something like the bear. Yeah. Or that the Well bears already not great. Well, bust their hearts, they're trying. But uh. <laughs> when that when the alligator came on, mm-hmm. right? it's now bino alligator and obviously it made me think of Beyonce. And then as I was thinking, because in the song formation to the albino alligators mm. and then it made me think of just beyonce in general and i was just thinking this is about marriage just watch lemonade this keeps happening if mm. everyone just watches lemonade you'll be fine we'll have to do a richer review of that <laughs> of lemonade yeah yeah oh my god i would can we please actually do that maybe can we do it all together can that be one of those can well, we have our mystery theater a- 3000 moment and i'll watch lemonade live commentary yeah maybe Perfect. If we get enough uh, responses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, I mean, I, I, but I do like the, the idea of something that can come in and that can completely change nature, but it's, it's going to have both the good and the bad of it. Yeah. You know, where like, oops, sorry, where they're going to, where like, if she, when she sees the deer, 
right before that, there was a horrible scene with another animal or a different yeah. part of that nature. Yeah. You know, or, or they see what nature can do to an area. Yeah. For better or worse. But furthermore, none of it is for a particular reason. Yeah, and that's... That's the point of the movie. Which is... In a weird way. Makes it nature unpredictable. Not to be too nihilist here, but if mm. you're grappling with existentialism, either see this or don't, but <laughs> make a <laughs> conscious decision. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ah, it's so much, because mm. it plays on 20 different levels. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. My mind hurts. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I did like the the main scene near at the end with the opposing force. Yes, we'll say that was neato. Yeah, <laughs> although at times it I felt mean, I like I hated it, but also like it was cool. Like visually, you? I was like, I really, I, I hate this. Oh my word! Why did you dislike it? It just looked terrible. Mm. I really was I not a fan of that. Uh, but it the, at times it felt. The d- dynamic between the two of them, it mm-hmm. almost felt like a like a nineties music video, like something you'd see That's like my point. <laughs> like, like a I don't know, like a Nirvana or, or some weird some weird band, and it's like this mirror image, and like you yeah. see this woman walking up, and then I really this... do think it missed the mark a little bit. That was the part where I was kind of out. Mm. I really didn't. I didn't like that too much. Okay. It was too. Mm-mm. Too much. In theory, I like it, but visually, I don't think it mm-hmm. it did it for me. It was too out there, removed, kind of. I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Lots of stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, I mean, I... It's it's a definitely an interesting movie. Clearly, we're talking you about it. You gotta watch it. Yeah, I would say, even if you dislike... I'm not saying you'll like it. Yeah, exactly. I think it's worth watching. Definitely. I mean, it has definitely some interesting, plenty of interesting ideas uh, oh, spread Lord. throughout. Yeah, you know. crazy. Also, the book is good. It's weird format, but there's a little extra mm. throw in. Okay. I want to read the book. Not yeah. bad. I think I'm going to read the other two, but just because I'm obsessed. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm probably not going to uh, pull what I did last night. Mm-hmm. Which I don't even know if I've done. Last time I... <laughs> I mean... Call me by your name. Did I? No. I mean, I, I No, I read that app over a few days. Okay. It's a really... That's also a really short book. I read that over a few days, but... Okay. Yep, this and Call Me By Your Name are basically the same movie, so... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they both have books, so you know what that means. Yeah. Uh, now, did you like Ex Machina? Um, Just so out of I have a curiosity. relationship. Okay, the irresponsible... Of course, it has your boy in it, so... Don't know. Yeah, oh, and, and Oscar Isaac, so... I don't, I usually, that's another thing we didn't even mention. I usually am not a fan of Oscar Isaac. Really? I thought you did, I thought you... No, really no, oh, okay. no, I'm usually really the opposite. Oh. Really, usually not a fan. This, didn't hate him, still didn't love him. Didn't hate him. Didn't love him, but didn't hate him. And it makes more sense. Coming out of the movie, it makes more sense the way I felt about the character. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, yeah. At first, I was like, oh, no. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Then coming out of it, I said, okay, I get it. We're getting into sleeper territory. Which, again, again is like two watches at least is probably good. 
But I liked him in that hair suburbicon. I thought he was really good. Yeah, he was the kind of the saving grace of that. Yeah, god awful movie that mm-hmm. I was asleep for a good Brutal. chunk of. But he had the cute little boy. Oh my god! But anyway, <laughs> so cute. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, I thought you and Natalie Corman had a lot of chemistry, and you didn't think so. But I thought no, they I mean, worked. Oh yeah, I mean, beautiful couple. <laughs> yeah, I thought it worked. Um. On that note, some stuff, and I think in the movie was really stereotypical. I was, I mean, not stereotypical, I'm sorry, predictable. I was expecting, well, that's, never mind, I don't want to say, because then, you know, past elimination, tell you what actually happens, but, okay. anyway. Um, what were we talking about? I have no idea. <laughs> oh, X Machina. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the irresponsible part of me really liked it. But then I was like, this movie's not very feminist at all. Okay, one star. We've remember we've brought this up before. Yeah, and I talked to. I think I I think I opened up Brayden's mind about it. Do you remember that? Yeah. Throwback. <laughs> I don't know what episode that yeah, it was, was. Pretty early, I think. Yeah, I don't know what episode that was because we weren't talking about uh, X Machina, so it was just related to something else. But oh yeah, I was uh, sorry. Quick interruption here. I was posting some of our clips and stuff uh-huh. online. And I, one of the ones I saved that I hadn't listened to for a long time was our ghost story review, when he uh, says the pie scene is a commentary on bulimia. <laughs> you know? That's right. Oh, yeah. what a, what a Brilliant. Uh, That's so funny. Yeah. That's like I, the other day, couldn't sleep, and I was like, let's, whatever. So I was listening to the first episode I was on, mm-hmm. and I thought I was going to sound super nervous. And I, like, didn't, which was weird. Yeah, you sounded good. Oh, well, it was something that I'd never taught. I literally had never spoken to either one of you before. Oh, yeah, that's true. So inside, I was really nervous. But unfortunately for everyone, it didn't come across. I mm-hmm. wasn't quiet. But in it, Brayden didn't know the difference between a vegan and a vegetarian. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's another good part. That's I think very yeah. amusing. Yeah, that's episode five, so go back. Yeah, and you should you should go back and first, listen to episode first five. First appearance of Chloe. Very funny. Yeah. Oh my goodness gracious. But yeah. Um Yeah. And if you didn't know, I've met Daniel Radcliffe. <laughs> I feel like I should bring that back up. Yeah. <laughs> that was really my uh segue into everything on that episode. Mm-hmm. Not really, but into talking. You're right. No, I sounded a lot. I thought I was going to sound like a freak, but nice. not in any different form than I sound like a freak now. I mm. thought I was going to be really shy because I don't know if I ever told you this. This is a side note, so you can all take a breather. <laughs> <laughs> but um, my first radio appearance was in high school with Sam Higgins hmm. and Ian Feather, who I was like in love with, and we were on his Ian Feather. Sorry, we'll call him Ian Feather because <laughs> that's his name. But I sh- yeah, anyway, um, <laughs> I feel bad for saying his name now. I don't, anyway, yeah. so we're on his grandfather's radio show, and I was really, 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 really nervous. Like I thought I would be with this, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was about to go to school. I was about to go to UNC Wilmington, and his grandfather asked me, "Uh, what?" the beach was like and I literally replied there's lots of sand <laughs> like I was not wonderful description there was lots of sand it just did not go well at all 
Oh, and then I remember another part, because I said, yeah, they do a lot of period pieces there. So we're talking about movies they film in Wilmington, obviously, right? And he didn't know what a period piece was. And I described it by saying, well, they were lots of fancy old dresses first, <laughs> before actually describing what a period piece is. Okay. Yeah. Well. What a mess. Well, from back there also. <laughs> yeah, do you remember we talked about, we talked about, like, uh, people who got, who, like, got their energy from... The sun or something. Like, they ate nothing but... Oh, yeah. Yeah. They, like, took in the... That was something uh, Brayden's girlfriend, Mary, was talking about. Yeah. Like a sun... sun or air... Whatever. An air... Air eater. An air eater. Air eater. You just take... That's so stupid. Yeah. It's funny. <laughs> if that's real, that is ridiculous. <laughs> anyway, you should go back and listen to the first episode. Yeah. It's... Well... Or it's episode five. Five. Or the first one. I don't know. Yeah, the first one has Will on it. That's cool. Yeah, Brayden and, and Brayden. So. Well, who cares? Yeah, he's yeah he's been on every other one. So, but yeah, Will is on that one. So, yeah, we'll have to get him on at some point. Yeah, but anyhow, should really we? Good movie. I'll tell you one thing that bothered me, and it's okay. gonna sound really obnoxious though. All right. I was really mad. Okay, so obviously she's in like circumstances that are not clean and everything, right? And everything was normal with that. Except her hair, and then when she got back to the... Well, okay. Throughout the whole movie, there are certainly points where her hair would have gotten wet, and it would have been natural-looking, and it made me mad that her hair was not natural-looking the whole time. <sighs> Should have been all curly. Hairstylist, you blew it. I'm just saying, it really bothered it. me. Okay. <sighs> Sorry. Made me sad. <laughs> that's a, that's unfortunate. It really deep, sorry. It really deeply affected. I had this moment. I will say when I was watching, I said, "This is actually very empowering." Seeing these like five women on screen, whatever. Because usually, I know I seem like I'm that kind of person, but I'm really not. Like, oh my god, five women! How exciting, right? Because it should all, no. It you should, sure? I'm sure because it should all be you know level playing field, whatever. Uh -huh. You know. So usually, I'm like, I just want equality. How shocking and terrible. No, but this is like, oh my goodness, like, look at this, whatever. But then, yeah, her hair really got to me. Okay. Ugh. Noted. <laughs> Whenever you watch it, i like, oh my god. Her hair. What have they done? But she's perfect. Okay. She's perfect. She's my hero. She's so cool. Cool. I'm glad. Natalie Hirschlag. <laughs> Poor what, what, what a gal. What a gal. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, out of five stars, Chloe. Oh, jeez. Um, like, it's a five for me. Literally 30,000. But, like, not even stars. Like, meteors. Mm -hmm. Like, so good. But in a crazy weird way. You know, you'd be a big hit on Letterboxd. Like, giving a, like, because it's out of five stars. Yeah. But in their review, you could do, like, actually, 30 million. Yeah. It'd be a huge hit. I'm sure. <laughs> Too bad I'm illiterate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's but not true, please don't. Well, I mean, yeah, I was, I was, at the <laughs> I was at like a four or four and a half through some of it, but I, I would say five. Yeah, I would. The yeah. first film, I mean, aside from Sundance, film that I've really liked this year, so. I usually go up or down post movie, which is not good. Initially, I would have said, like, like, yeah, that was really solid. Like, that was good. That was weird, but that was super weird, and I don't know, but, but, but now, oh my god, 38,000 30, stars. In the car, I said to myself, 38,000. Just sticking with it. <laughs> <laughs> I can see in your car. Okay, 38,000. <laughs>
listening to interviews by all of them. Really? Yeah. You should do the same, everybody else. Again, Oscar Isaac, I'm telling you, marriage. Marriage is, to quote Princess Bride, marriage is the movie. Alright. Also, to quote N.E.R.D., to sum up this movie, the truth will set you free, but first it'll piss you off. <laughs> well, well put. That sums up the... That should be can the Can we title. have a spoiler section so I can tell you my theory about the... My hypothesis about the end? Sure. So, yeah, so, uh, that's our regular non-spoiler <laughs> review, I guess. Don't call it regular. For, uh, Annihilation, but we'll... I'll put a very short uh, spoiler discussion at the end of the show. So, so I guess we can move on to our review of Mute, and we have a clip for this one as well, so take a listen. deserve you, Leo. I love you so much, but you don't know me. I want to know what the deal is with this crazy bartender. Sure you want our help with this? This kind of thing hurts my reputation. Daddy's gotta go. Oh, no soda. Your girlfriend has secrets. You lost me. Take a hint and fuck off. Not very talkative. <laughs> Alright, so... Mute is directed by Duncan Jones. Stars Alexander Skarsgård. Skarsgård. Paul Rudd. Justin Thoreau. Sam Rockwell makes an appearance. Yeah. Rosie Shaw. That's about... That's uh, about... Yeah. I'm trying to think. I guess it's about it. Yeah. And the plot synopsis is a mute bartender goes up, uh, up against his city's gangsters in an effort to find out what happened to his missing partner. Hmm. So, this one just premiered on Netflix. Uh, and... Uh, so Duncan Jones has done most recently Warcraft, but he's also Moon. done Moon Source Code. I like Source Code. Yeah, and might be about it, but <laughs> that's not it. <laughs> no, I mean like what he's kind of known for, okay. you know. And so, uh, not getting the best reviews. I loved it. See, I TBH. See, I I feel bad because a friend of mine really liked it, um, but I. <laughs> well, now that that was revealed, yes. Um, someone else, but I actually, I pretty much hated it. You hated it? I mean, I didn't hate it, Dang. but I was just so, I thought, like, immediately, I thought it, I did not think it looked good. Mm. I I thought, like, I think, the, of Blade Runner. I think the production design, even, and, and especially the Blade Runner comparisons and lighting and style is ridiculous. Um... And just so kind of obvious. Like, it's not really... They don't really do anything with it to change it. It's just, like, a lower-budget version of it, it feels. I don't know. Then also, the production design, everything looks so cheap. And, like, even that opening scene with the... um, What are they? The Amish? Or the... Oh, yeah. The Amish? Yeah. Not a good scene. We saw a bunch of Amish people, uh... Like, oh... They were like uh, parasailing over sand dunes. That was weird. Bunch of Amish ladies. <laughs> okay. So, anyways, 
It was really weird. I, that we didn't know weird. how they got there. We didn't that's, know that what odd. was going on. Anyways, but I, mean, I, I, I found it to be a complete mishmash of ideas that kind of, I mean, how Annihilation has a bunch of ideas it that... Had many, uh, a uh, parallel with Annihilation. Yeah. Um, but wow. at least, especially after seeing Annihilation after Mute, Annihilation has a bunch of ideas that, while they're ambiguous at times, felt much more grounded and thought out and inspired, whereas this just felt so, here, let's throw this idea and let's throw this idea no, in. what are you talking about? Uh, just like, it just... They tied together really awesomely, I, I think. I, I, oh! I, and also, it was just, I found it to be very, uh just in terms of direction, to be very off. So it would go from, like, this underground... The direction was my least favorite part. Yeah, this underground, kind of Blade runner scene. And then it would jump to this, like, a scene in the park that's very high-key, like, high-key lighting, and it just looked... It just felt so inconsistent in terms of a style of, and a flow and the editing. Um, and so some people, they don't care about that, but I, I like, it, it kind of immediately took me out of that world. I think it, well... And I, I, I didn't find it to be because he was traversing. He was, he was, he was dealing with where he was versus where he wanted to be. I, I agree with that, but and I the think things that follow, especially you. after having just seen Blade Runner, where that film feels so tonally and oh, yeah. in terms of atmosphere, so much more consistent. <laughs> yes, taut. Great, great term there. But and like even when you go from the city. To go to this rubble area, yeah. everything feels yeah. the same world. Whereas at times it would jump to one scene that felt completely not a part of that the, the main yeah. world. You know, yeah. um, more like a set, like a movie set. And I, I mean, I just found it to be kind of dull, kind of really, a, a, it's like sluggish in terms of pace. And I just wasn't wasn't a fan. I'm sorry. Mm. I'm sorry. I'm really. I'm, I'm, I'm with the critics on this one. I think it's surprising that I really liked it and you really didn't like yeah. it. I wonder how Braden and felt. and maybe if oh well, he said he didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I was he was we were talking about it a few days ago. He's like oh yeah oh really yeah he wasn't a fan. Oh man yeah I'm in my own boat yeah whole boat to myself is how I look at that one. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but I I mean I I think it, so with Warcraft which you didn't see right. No. You can see. Um, not not a great film by any means, but I think visually at least is much more inspired and interesting. And even though, but one of the main criticisms with that film is that it started with this really cool, high concept world, but then the story itself became so incredibly generic and dull mm -hmm. that it just really kind of floundered, mm -hmm. if you will. But, but in this, so with that in mind, Duncan Jones, I felt, he and Netflix were like, all right, let's throw in all these ideas to counterbalance no. that. I felt like it, it, in terms of that film, right being right before this film, it felt like, here, now let's throw in all these ideas that we have. Don't need to really answer all no, of them. No, he was working on this script for 12 years. Well, who knows? I don't know. Me, 12. I, I'm, <laughs> we, and you know who Duncan Jones is, right? Or the son of, right? Yeah. David Bowie. It's I'm aware. It's, well, I was just asking. It's interesting. Little fun fact. Mm -hmm. But, I I mean, I I think that he, with like Moon is probably, I think by far his best movie. And I feel like he's almost becoming like the Scott Cooper of <gasps> sci-fi. 
who directed Hostels most recently and Black Mass. But he's like he has he tries to get a style or a a, a genre that he's comfortable in, but then he can't. And so from a um like a a glance, this movie looks cool. It looked cool to me. I was like, okay, this kind of noir, Blade Runnery has Paul Rudd uh, film, but when you actually watch it, it's just so kind of lifeless. Oh, like like when I feel like when I was watching Hostels, like it's like oh, this cool concept. No, um, and I did like Paul Rudd in it a lot. He was kind of like the thing that saved it. I felt, but like I just felt uh, it was a com- uh, squeeze me. Yes. That's correct. Yes. You, you know what I'm implying. But anyways, I just felt it oh was a, a complete uh, kind of uninteresting mishmash. I that, firmly that, disagree. That, that, that did not leave me thinking after it like Annihilation did. I don't think you need to be quite left thinking about it. It had a nice little tie-up, and I appreciated it. I thought it was a good story. It made you think about different things. The, the characters were very round. They were very the, round. The motivations are weak. The motivations were not weak at all. Yeah. They were not weak at all. They, they felt very cookie-cutter and not Why very well joking? explained. Like what? I'm not joking. Like what? I, I just feel like someone like Paul Rudd or Justin Theroux, all these kind of main characters, it just felt... Ugh. Ugh um, I really liked it. And it made me really uncomfortable at times, which is, like, good. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously... But I thought it was really well, I thought it was really, I thought it was written really, really well. I thought it was acted superbly, especially by Alexander Skarsgård. No, I, I applaud him for taking Who's on. Who's king? He's not He's king. He's got the cutest little face. Oh my gosh. No, no, look, I have no issue with him. That's not why, I, to be clear, I gotta be clear to everybody. I'm not saying he has a cute face or he's a good actor. He plays a very innocent being who's dealing with a lot of stuff and it really reads mm. well is what I well, mean. Well, see, no, see, I, I appreciate or applaud him for taking on a, a mute role. It's right up his alley, honestly. But it just... I, and also, again, having just seen Blade Runner, a char- the Ryan Gosling character is oh, a quiet... God, there were a lot of... Yeah. It's like a quiet... <laughs> yeah, see, like... <laughs> Ryan Gosling is a is a quiet, reserved, dark character. Nah, I liked Alexander Skarsgård a lot better. I mean, I... And and I feel like, of course, I mean, quite different. Ryan Gosling speaks in Blade Runner, um, but a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> I felt like how he emoted visually, yeah, or, or just through his uh, face was much more interesting and complex <gasps> than Skarsgård. Oh, and and that also could just be with, disagree. And also that could just be with the characters. No, I, I felt like the the Alexander was, was kind sweet. of. I'm not saying he's not sweet. I just felt like it was a little flat. I don't think he has to be. Well, the thing here is, but if you're falling, you know, it, like I cared so much more about Ryan Gosling's goals and um, uh, personal troubles than I did with Alexander. Oh, I didn't feel that way. Yeah, at all, especially because well, Ryan Gosling's was for himself, and Alexander Skarsgård's was for others, which. To me, just instantly makes it more. Of course. What? <laughs> no, no, I mean, no, no, I mean that's a perfectly What's wrong fine. With that? It just I, I cared <laughs> even just in terms of performance. Like I, I don't hate Alexander Skarsgård, but one issue I have with him is, and it's not his fault. It's just that for some reason I can't get past it. He he looks 
so much like an actor. He looks like he looks like he sh- he should be one of those actors that you see in a soap opera who's who's, who's overly groomed. He Henry? has that kind of like kind of almost like plastic surgery, kind of like defined. What does that have to do with Alexander Skarsgård? That's how he, looks. how he looks. I know. And look, I'm not saying that's it wasn't like, oh my god, he he looks like an actor. I can't handle it. <laughs> um, it just every time I see him in a film, it sticks out. I don't know oh. why. And like when he's up against you know someone like Paul Rudd, who feels so much more natural, Alexander Skarsgård just feels uh-huh. so much like he's putting on a performance. He's not. I hate that. I'm sorry. That's I just disagree. how I feel. You think he's putting on a, a performance based on his appearance or based on his performance? Both. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was distracting. And it's nothing against him personally. See, I'm sure he's a wonderful... I'm sure he's a wonderful person. And good-looking guy, you know? Sure. But it's just... I personally... I don't know why. You don't like him. I don't I don't dislike him. It's just I... You don't I, like watching him in movies. He, he's not an actor who I see like, oh, I have to go see that. Oh. Other than that, I don't have an issue with him. I liked him in Big Little Lies. Wasn't great in Tarzan. And then I, what else has he been in? Loads. Okay. Like what Macy knew. Didn't see that. That's a great movie. He, I think Alexander Skarsgård really likes kids. Mm. Not like, <laughs> okay. Well, okay. Based on that, <laughs> due to, uh, availability heuristic, like that sounds mm-hmm. bad, but I just mean he really, I think he likes children. Okay. As do um, I. It's not But, like, I mean, again, wasn't a huge issue. True for- Blood killed oh, it. I didn't see that. Oh, he's so good in it. Oh, okay. my God. Best oh, villain of all. He's such a good villain in True okay, Blood. I'll because you like, yes, he was um, in Melancholia. He was in Straw Dogs. Mm. I never saw Battleship. He was alright in Battleship. But he was in... I mean, I... It's, and again, he was... Oh, he was in Diary of a Teenage Girl. He was really good in that. I didn't like it very much, but he was really mm. good in it. I mean, again, I, I didn't have a big issue with that. It's just that Whenever I see him, I, I can't help but think about that. But it was mostly just, it felt like such a a, a weak knockoff of Blade Runner. No. Trying to be as ambitious as, as it is, but falling very flat. Oh. Like, like if Annihilation had all those ideas, but was very poorly executed. And I just didn't care about anything or was not, wasn't interested. Yeah. And I, I just felt like it was just so. I was very invested. I wish I could have been. A, I was vi- okay. So I need to get my charger. So you can well, keep, just... <laughs> you, you, you keep going. Well, to oh, me, BRB. He's going to find Brayden. <laughs> <laughs> to me, it was grimy and due to the characters at times very unpleasant to watch. But I think that's a testament to it and to the writing and to the character development because they, they were very round. They were kind of gross. Like basically. It was more, well, it's interesting. Also, you have to admit, like, you couldn't always tell people's positions, which was really cool. And, like, bad people, obviously, I mean, so I liked that bad people got their comeuffins (laughs) for being bad people. You know, what you put out is what you eventually, is what ends up being your lifeline. So if the rope breaks, you know, it's your own fault, which was what happened in this movie quite a bit. I thought it was really good. I thought it was really thought through and characters were relatable. Robert Sheehan was in it. I said, what the F? Where have you been, Geostorm? What are you doing? He's, uh, anyway, he's made some weird decisions, uh, in the field. And I think he's really good. So it's confusing. But anyway, no, I really like 
Oh, is he in Geostorm? Yeah, that's why I said Geostorm. Did you see that movie? No. So I guess I we should, should. We should see it. Like it but we should re- do a richer review. Of Geostorm? Yeah. I haven't seen it, but. Maybe it's amazing. Maybe. Amazing. Anything with Gerard Butler has got to be good. Oh, I hate Gerard Butler. I know, I do too. Yeah. Anyway, no offense, Gerard Butler. <laughs> yeah, sorry. But. Sorry, but, kiddo. But. <laughs> Uh, and so, I mean, I... I really liked it. I, I'm I glad it was, you did. And I got a... A friend... My friend uh, really liked it. And so, but I mean, I... Who's this friend? I'll tell you. I just don't want to off them on... Like I've done with a bunch of people yeah. today by accident. I mean, I, I'm, I'm sure they won't, wouldn't mind, but I just... I don't want to do it without... Well, I mean, it, it's just... better than me. Anyways, um... But I... And also, I mean, the, one big issue is... is it's Gareth. Yeah, he, he, he also emails me every single day about what he's watching. <laughs> oh, Gareth, you should get a letterboxed, like we were talking about. Follow me on Gareth Letterboxd. Gareth ain't got time for a letterboxed. Yeah, he's too busy thinking about the entire world uh, film. But He should not see Annihilation. He'll have a breakdown. Like <laughs> Can you me. imagine the email we'd get? It'd be like three pages, like a Word document. <laughs> but yeah, if you have a thought on um, Annihilation, send us an email, man. Yeah. Um, always love hearing from you, but... Or anyone else. Give us your Please. thoughts on uh, Annihilation. And also, if you rate, disliked rate it or if you liked on it. iTunes. Yeah. D- just uh, send us stuff. Oh my gosh, I made Henry merch. What? I made you merch. I made you show merch for your birthday. Oh, I thought you said merch. I was like, what did I merge with? Yeah, but I should, yeah, we should say, so birthday was recently and that was a <laughs> birthday was, yeah. Okay, anyways. Chloe was so nice to make me a Film Buds t-shirt like um and so the very first uh film buds merchandise has been created created. yeah um so so, order yours now yes 150 dollars at least no (laughs) no 20 bucks 20 you know but yeah it's a really cool shirt so maybe i mean i'll we'll have to figure out some other stuff maybe some keychains some ew no i know tucker hats yeah, trucker Char- really? hats would be no, amazing. No, those are really in right now. I, I know. Yeah. I th- they'd be amazing. Yeah. My sister wears trucker hats sometimes. Yeah, it's who cool. doesn't? I don't, but well, it's okay. Well, we know. Yeah, anyways. <laughs> have to crochet the Film Buds logo on some beanies. Yeah, that'd be Yeesh. awesome. I um, really liked it. I thought it was very thought out, planned. I liked, I did like, like I said, it's hard to watch, but I appreciated that they had some interesting bad guys in there. No. Really interesting. See, I, I, I mean... I, Unpleasant, but it shows dimensions. It shows that people have blinders, like doctors who smoke, you know? That kind of thing. Sure. I really appreciate it. I, 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 I mean, also, the biggest issue I just found it to be so dull. I really didn't think so. I, I thought, thought it was... I thought it was felt so slug... And I felt like the world itself almost felt like a gimmick to me. The Blade Runner-esque world just felt like, here, let's make this the core story much more interesting... Yeah. And let's put it in a sci-fi world. Whereas yeah. in, in Blade Runner 2049, everything that happens in that feels like it's a part of that world, and it should be. I guess. You know? That's that's how I feel. <laughs> but, no, but also, in terms of Duncan Jones, like, I, I think he's an interesting filmmaker to listen to. Like, even when he's talking about Warcraft, yeah. it's interesting to hear him talk. But, it, in a way, it's almost... that accent? That accent? N- not necessarily, but... Anyways... Um, I almost seem as someone who's like, it kind of confuses me, like almost someone like Michael Bay, who when he's, when he's talking, he 
he's so passionate and interesting to listen to, but that almost never comes through on screen. I can see in Mute the core passion in it. Like, he, he wants to make this very complex, interesting world, but it falls very flat. Almost like some of the Transformer films. Like, you hear Michael Bay, he's like, oh, I loved this technology. I loved wanted to incorporate this and that. But then it just falls so boringly. I thought it was gripping. I'm glad. But and I'll rewatch well, I may person, rewatch it at so some point. Hmm? I said I'm a big plot person. You are, and, and I'm not. More a, I'm more of a character person. I thought the characters were great, too, though. Okay. I mean, I, they weren't terrible. As it were. They weren't terrible, but I just... Did not pass the, pass the Bechdel test, but mm-hmm. what can you do? Yeah. <laughs> I thought he was really good, though. I know I always do. That's okay. I but I did like Paul Rudd a lot. So. Paul Rudd was really good, also. Yeah. Of course he was. Mm-hmm. He's Paul Rudd. Yeah. Yep. Paul Rudd and Natalie Portman, I just both want to be related to me. Okay. Like, I just want to hang with both of them at separate times, maybe. No, they'd probably get along. They probably do get along. They probably have, They're like... probably buds. They probably go to Shabbat dinner together and stuff, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. So, anything else on mute? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll defend you with my life. <laughs> uh, yeah. Sweet. I don't have... But yeah, I don't have much else to say. So, uh, out of five, Chloe? You go first. Two. Four! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, Four. And, Four. Br- and we'll get Braden's thoughts on uh, both films next when he comes back next week. Uh, Justin Thoreau, who knew? Bizarre, right? Yeah. So, oh, okay. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> he has a really good voice. He just has a really good voice. No, yeah, he has a cool voice, yeah. Yeah, my goodness. Yeah. All right, so uh, that's about it for our review. I think we talked about both movies uh, in elaborate detail, so... We barely talked about Mute. That's true, but... Uh, we said what we needed to yeah. say. <laughs> yeah, so I guess not much... I think everybody should try it. You must yeah, agree. I agree. It's one of those movies, it's it's weird. They're both, this week, both, lots of, like I thought I they're both very unique movies that I think everybody, everybody I think should watch Annihilation. I think everybody should try Mute. Yeah. And I think it's on Netflix, so you can... I think it'll either grab you or not, because I was in it from quite early on. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. And the girl's adorable. True. Didn't get much, but she was cute. (laughs) Yeah. It reminded me of what Macy knew, like I said. Okay. Cool. Alexander can be... The hero and the villain. He does what both. A, what a guy. Excellently. What a guy. Gosh, I do love him. He's very versatile, I think, more than most people. Hmm. Contrary to you think he's a Ken doll, but I think he's... He's, he's a Ken doll. <sighs> Wait, so you watched Big Little Lies more than hmm. the pilot? No, I've seen oh, I've seen two episodes. Which, it's it's good. It's just a, a show, like, with all television. Now I just can't. It's so hard for me to actually watch the entire series. Even if it's good. It's just, after a while, I... Just want to, I'm like, I just want to be watching a movie instead. Yeah, we're so different. Yeah. Which I, I know, which I know, I think most people now probably are on your side. Like, I I say, they'll tell, people will be coming in the shop and they'll be like, oh yeah, have you seen this show? Have you, have you seen this? You know, I, mm-hmm. I binge watched, you know, like the, 
woman who cuts my hair. Why do you got time for binge watching? How do people like, binge watch? Like the woman who uh, cuts my hair. She's like, oh yeah, I binge watched this Netflix show. The you know in one day. Oh my word. Yeah, or you know, and someone will tell me, oh yeah, have you seen this show? Have you seen that? And I'll be like, oh, I've seen you know bits and pieces of it. Maybe yeah. heard it was good. And I don't get how someone can feel. Uh, uh, can not go see a film that's two hours, yeah. but then dedicate 30, Bubbled, yeah. an entire day to watching a show. Yeah, see, I don't, I don't really do that. I hardly sit down and just watch a show, mm. unless I'm, like, with people, because mm. then it's kind of, like, multitasking. I just can't justify just sitting and watching it. I can justify, obviously, sitting and watching mm. a movie, especially if it's in theaters. But, like, TV show, not so much. But, like, if I'm, like, painting, because, you know, sometimes I'll paint, like, a few paintings in a day, so it's, like, all day, whatever. I mean, I still I watch sitcoms, studio, like... Drawing. But I don't watch. It's I'm rare I watch dramas. I'm much less of a sitcom person. Like I, I mean, I, I mean, I watch something like Parks and Rec or well, yeah. The Office just to like relax. But I see those are the shows I watch when I'm doing stuff. I don't really watch new, new ones. I do. Okay. So there we go. Like right. a good place. So good. Oh yeah, I've seen some of that. Yeah, again, I've seen some of that. It's kind of good. You know, <laughs> it's just <laughs> um, I just so much. It, watching a movie usually feels so much more satisfying. Like when I watch something. It, I've never seen a, a TV show do what Annihilation does for me. Like True I, Detective season one. Well, no, in terms of sci-fi. True. I mean, first the first day of True Detective so, is amazing. I think like, so. like I would say that's still probably my favorite TV drama, um, or of a season. And so I agree that that did lead me with like this Doctor is, Who. That'll do it. Doctor it. Who will do it. Doctor Who. I know I sound like a. I don't care. Doctor Who is, like, the best show of all time. Okay. Literally, when I'm pugging away, for all you clay aficionados <laughs> out there. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure we have many. <laughs> when I'm pugging away, I've just listened to Doctor Who audiobooks. Obsessed. Hmm. Cool. It's great. It's I mean, everything you could want. Yeah. Honestly. Uh, okay. If you're saying a TV show can't do... No, I'm not saying it can't. Annihilation does. No, no, I'm not I'm not saying it can't, but I'm just saying it's so rare that I watch a show that has the same impact as watching a lot of films nowadays. Mm. And it's just, it's just personal taste, you know, and I'm no sure... no one has a better theme song than Doctor Who, so... Okay. We like to do it with our... When it... When it... Because when my sister and I watch it together, when it comes on, we pick up our cats, and we have them... We can, like, make them kind of fly, and we go... That'd be an interesting sight. Yeah. We've recorded it, so. Okay. Great. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I mean, I have nothing against television. It's just that when I go see something like Annihilation, I'm like, wow, that was amazing. But then when I watch a lot of seasons of a TV show, it's not that it's not good. It's just that I feel like I'm just watching a plot unravel, pretty much. And it, whereas Annihilation, I feel like I'm truly being provoked to to think more. Right. What depends on what you watch, man. Yeah. I mean, I try, I try, I mean, different dramas and stuff, like Big Little Lies, good show. It's so good. But it's just like, I would rather watch, I don't know, uh, what's a mystery? I'd yeah. rather watch Prisoners or something. Or, Dragon Tattoo. Oh my god, have you seen all the stuff about Reese Witherspoon? Like, it's a compilation of Reese Witherspoon telling people to be more careful while they're driving and stuff. No. It's so funny. It's, I just love it. It's literally just got, there's so many videos of Reese Witherspoon, like, telling people, like, be more careful. Obsessed. 
Obsessed with Reese Witherspoon. Check check that out, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, all right. Well, I guess, yeah, no, like I said a few minutes ago, no real news to talk about that I'm... Yeah, huh? What? They're making a movie about a hot Cheeto. Hot Cheeto. (laughs) What? (laughs) Didn't you hear this? No. They're making a movie about hot Cheetos. About the the guy who created hot Cheetos. It's like a biopic. So it's going to be like Goodbye Christopher Robin, but about Cheetos? Yeah, hot right. Cheetos. Great. Yeah, isn't that freaky? Is it going to be animated? That'd be more interesting. No, I don't think so. It's okay. a biopic. You know, they're doing a guy. Tetris movie. Like a, like a trilogy. What trilogy? Look it up. I don't... Three look, look, of them? Look it up. There's look barely up. one. Look it, look it up. Look it up. Ay, Gavalt. But yeah, so no real news aside from the hot Cheeto movie... <laughs> Is there really not news? Kevin not? Smith... That, well, I don't know if that counts as news. Kevin Smith had a heart attack. Oh, did he really? You didn't know? No. He had a heart attack. She was. And then Stanley has pneumonia, which is rough. Mm. Uh, but yeah, uh, Paul, who's on the show early on, really loves Kevin Smith, so I'm sure hmm. he's upset. But um, And that's not good, so I hope he gets well. But <laughs> Chloe just made a face. <laughs> What? I'm looking at celebrity news on, on oh. the IMDb, and it says Donald Trump's Nobel Peace Prize nomination investigated for fraud. I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, There's I mean. A new movie, Angley's new movie stars Will Smith. It's called Gemini Man. My best friend's a Gemini, so that'll okay. be fun then, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Isn't, isn't oh, Gemma? Oh, Jesus. Sorry, I isn't, keep doing that. Isn't Gemma? Uh... Heck no. Oh, sorry. Her birthday's approaching. I know. She's an Aries, but... Really I don't have all the different... Really, she's a Pisces. You know who's secretly into astrology? My new obsession, Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> I'm obsessed with him. Oh, yeah, you told me. Yeah, that last I have minutes. to tell everyone about the hot wings thing, because I'm obsessed. <sighs> okay, let's okay. get it out. Okay, just so you all know, I was watching a bunch of interviews with the Black Panther cast, whatever. Michael B. Jordan knows his crap about the comics. His answers were very well thought out. They're like stupid questions, and he put thought into them. He's amazing. Just amazing. Okay. For real. Obsessed. So I was watching this one where it's like... I'm going to eat real quick. He doesn't... Henry's so resigned. He doesn't give a crap anymore. Okay. So. <laughs> there's, I was watching this one. Michael B. Jordan, he's the most eloquent person in the whole world. But um, here's this one, and it's like... I don't know. The whole thing. I'm sure some of you have seen it. It's like they eat hot wings and answer questions and the hot wings get progressively more hot. That's like the shtick. And so after Michael B. Jordan eats all the hot wings without even drinking milk because he's such a pro, um, <laughs> you didn't miss the story. So afterwards, the guy's like, so now's your time to like say whatever you want, you know, whatever you want. And unprompted, he just goes like, to all the strong women out there, like, your time is coming, like, keep doing you, blah, blah, blah. He was like, I love my family, like, to all the people who think they're outcasts, like, we're here for you, and blah, blah, blah. I'm just obsessed with him. I just love him. Ugh. Seems like a good guy. He seems like the best guy. Ugh. Go watch The Wire. <laughs> That's my moment to be Brayden. Go watch The Wire. <laughs> that was terrible. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he's listening. Yeah. All right. So that's our news. Oh, wait, I forgot what I was doing because I got distracted by Michael B. Jordan. Don't worry about Apparently, it. Apparently, no, I'm mad about this. Listen up. You ready? 
I'm Apparently, ready. this is just like, um, Call Me By Your Name also. Greta Gerwig playing to direct how many more? Three more movies about Sacramento. Okay. What the heck? Three more about Sacramento? I hate that. Because why? You know? Hmm. All right. You can keep going now. All right. So I guess we can just move on to some mail. So, like I said at the beginning of the show, sorry, uh, swallowing, uh, the Film Buds podcast at gmail.com is the address that you can reach us, and also on Twitter and Facebook. Uh, and so, again, we always love hearing from you. Feel free, if you're a new listener or if you've been listening for a while now, feel free to, to send us any thoughts or comments, whatever you like. Uh, always makes my day when I get listener mail. So, anyhow, the, so the first one I'll read uh, is a local listener that Chloe in particular may know uh, pretty well. Oh, no. it, was, <laughs> it was it was kind of kind of them to write in. Is it Dr. Strauss? Yes. <laughs> so, this is uh, the uh, title, the subject head oh, is <laughs> PB2AU not the subject head, is it? Oh, that's weird. Yeah. That's his company. He's just, he's trying to, uh, plug. <laughs> plug his company. So, yes. Uh, <laughs> if you're a scientist who needs consultation, uh, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So, hey, film buds. Watching a news broadcast the other day, I realized that President Trump fancies him. Wars. Oh, yeah. Fancies himself a superhero. <laughs> He was bragging that had he been there, he would have run he w- the rushed into that. Even a gun. He would have rushed into that Florida high school, even if unarmed, to face that crazed gunman. So, would you welcome an animated film with serial sequels, depending based on our heroic president? Um, which is heroic, as I'm sure is sarcasm, sar- sarcasm there. Uh, I believe such a treatment might work because his base. Double entendre slash pun intended. Followers, <laughs> uh, followers would certainly enjoy some glorious hero worship. Meanwhile, the rest of us, 60 to 70% of the U.S. population, oh would view the very same production as cynically satirical. That's true. Say, say that five times fast. Cynically satirical, cynically satirical. I had a dream <laughs> where I was doing that and I messed up. Isn't that weird? This, yeah. Just this morning. That is weird. Everyone would see what... He, she he likes depending on one's individual <laughs> proclivity for base fantasy or like my dad put she first yeah or honest reality congratulations on the continually excellent podcast that i'm chloe's dad notwithstanding <laughs> <laughs> uh chow chow gary yeah he likes saying chow okay I love him so much. I want to acknowledge that I could be so much more pedantic and extra like he is. So, like, people who think I'm pedantic and extra, like, I'm doing pretty well. <laughs> hey, he's good. Very good guy. Nice guy. He's really funny. Yeah. What was even the question? <laughs> so, would you watch an, a- an animated film? Or would you welcome an animated film about Trump? He knows they're doing that, right? On Comedy Central? Oh, they are doing they're that. They're making a show about but, Trump. Like, like a... Disney level film. Oh, oh! I mean, I don't know if that's no, what it means exactly. I wouldn't watch that, but I'm I, I would watch it if it was like truthful. 
or satirical. I'm I would, sure it'd be satirical. I would, I would totally watch that. I think he's saying it would work both ways because other people would acknowledge that, which is how most satire works. Either yeah. people don't acknowledge that satire or they really, really do. So it would have to be done by someone of great... Seth Rogen, probably. <laughs> I would totally watch that, yeah. Cause, yeah. Sausage Party, but about Trump? I was thinking more... Um, I guess Sausage Party meets um, the interview. Yeah. I'd, I'd totally be down if Seth Rogen yeah. and James Franco got together. Sh- I think that got Danny McBride, you yeah. know, Will Forte, all the, yes. all the guys. You know, I'd be down. And maybe some ladies also. <laughs> yeah, like get a uh, get Emma Watson back. <laughs> sure, let's bring her back. What are some other good women? Uh, maybe Amy Poehler in there. Are you really struggling to think of good female comedians? No, I'm, oh, Kristen Wiig. Oh, Kristen Wiig was in Sasha's Party. Um, oh yeah. Who else would be good in that? Tina Fey would be a good, like, anyone yeah. who works in the White House. She'd yeah, oh, she would be, yeah, definitely. She would, yeah. she would be. Yeah, uh, she'd, be, she'd, be, she'd be the chorus. She'd be the one who knows that crap is going down, and you know that she mm. knows. You Kate, know? Kate McKinnon. She'd be a good, like, absurdist yeah. character. Yeah, Yeah. She should play Trump. Yeah, <laughs> that would be really funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but intentionally, oh, like, transgender Trump just to make everyone mad. Yeah. Oh, that that would be that'd be a crazy movie. Cray cray. No, I definitely wouldn't watch it though, but I think a lot of people would. <laughs> yeah, well, if something like that comes out, we'll totally review it. But on Comedy Central. I'm well, I mean, sure. it, what we were just saying. Fine. Jeez. <laughs> um, so yeah, well, hopefully that answers your question, Gary. What a question. Yeah, it's uh-huh. it's it's a heavy question, but Doctor Strauss, I expected more from you, but. <laughs> Really? I'm sure you can talk about that later. With, oh, yeah, with I'm sure. I'm sure we will. Anyhow, so our other one for the week. Oh, sure's. Oh, actually, hang on. Uh, hang on. <laughs> hang on. I'm trying to pause. <laughs> the... Did you pause it? Here we go. Okay, so we're back. I don't know. I feel like I'm just gonna have to edit all this out, but which you won't. I might actually, but. Anyways, so our other one is from Amy in Austin, and she says, "Hi all, or I guess uh, not just two of us, but all. yeah, still if everyone. if a if a classic film could be remade and would be amazing no matter what, what would be your movie director and or actor of choice to uh, be in it? Thanks so much for your work on the show, Amy. Thank you. Amy. So like." <laughs> So if you could have the perfect remake of any movie? Yes, if it would be, like, amazing. And you could pick who... Oh, and it would just be good? Uh, um, r- regardless. It would be, like... It came out 100%. It's a Paddington 2 situation. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, what's yours? Well, one I thought of would, like, if Rear Window was remade... I would... Into Disturbia with Shia LaBeouf? Sure, there's that, but... Um, I would... And Rihanna. David Fincher, direct. Oh, yeah, that'd be creepy. Rear Window. Uh, who would star in it, though? Maybe DiCaprio? <laughs> no way. Nah. Doesn't fit. Oh, you, you think? Um, I'm thinking. I only got part of the you way. You mean speak? Yeah. Like, I only got part of the way. I would really like... Uh, I don't know, it's hard. Maybe Daniel Craig? No. The one that comes to mind... Yeah, Daniel Craig would be... Could good be, one. Oh, no, he'd be a good murderer. Daniel Craig would be, he, he played, would be Perry Mason. Yeah, he... he yeah. Yeah. I can't remember Perry Mason's real name right now, but he'd be him. Anyway. Who'd be Grace Kelly? Huh. Ooh, 
I don't who, can, know. who can replace Grace Kelly? I mean, come on, jeez. <laughs> uh, mine might be, one of mine might be Shop Around the Corner because, as I've mentioned, I, like, love that movie. It's, like, the perfect romantic comedy kind of deal, mm-hmm. right? Classic. But I really, really, the woman in it really, really, like, irks me to my core. Mm-hmm. So I'd like to replace her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we both did Jimmy Stewart ones. How funny is that? We both just chose Jimmy Stewart. Oh, movies. yeah. That was funny. <laughs> I don't know who what, I would pick What if, what if Channing Tatum was the rear window guy? Can you... <laughs> can you imagine, like, a, like a comedic version of that? That'd be hilarious. That would be amazing. Yeah, he falls out. Maybe That'd be get, funny. Yeah. Just falls right out the window. Yeah. Uh, Keira Knightley is Grace Kelly. Yeah, she'd be a good job. Yeah. That'd be good. Be a good she'd one. be a good job. <laughs> she'd be a good job. <laughs> That'd be good. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like Somebody a fun didn't one. believe me that Keira Knightley was in Star Wars. I had to tell them about twelve times, and we looked it up, and they still didn't believe me. What? What? Where is she in Star Wars? She's Padme's uh uh stump tumble, if you will. Oh. <laughs> she's her like uh fake. She's fake Padme. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. See, you believe me. <laughs> <laughs> or what about oh, what about Charlize Theron as Grace Kelly? No. No. Terrible. Okay. No, she'd probably be fine. But, no, I don't like that at all. All right. Fine. Um, I mean, pretty much any of Alfred Hitchcock movies I'd like to... Oh, what about... What if uh, Casablanca got remade? Ooh, that'd be cool. Who would be the... Who would be Humphrey? Oh, Lordy. Army Hammer. No, he's not like... He's not like a... What's that word? He's not weathered enough. He's not damaged enough. Yeah, not weathered enough. Man, that's tricky. I'm really blanking. What about... Hmm. This part just makes me think too much. Huh. That's an interesting one. That's a really good question. I'm sorry we can't... Hmm. I'm still... My mind is still blown. I feel like we're off today and I feel like it's my fault because... No. It's it's all good. Huh. Oh my god. For real window. You know who would be good? Michael B. Jordan. (laughs) Yeah. He'd be good. That'd be good. Uh, what, what, what about Joel Edgerton for something? I think. Uh, no? Who? You're not a Joel head? I'm not a Joel. No, I'm not at all. What about Michael Fassbender? Michael Fassbender yeah. could be the, the Perry Mason guy. Yeah. No, I think he'd be good as uh, Jimmy Stewart, too. Yeah, he could be. But now he's tainted for me, and I'm really upset. <laughs> yeah. I want Lily James in more stuff. Let's put Lily James in my shop around the corner. Opposite her, though. Who would, who would direct? Oh, boy. Reese Witherspoon. <laughs> sure. Argue with me. Mm-hmm. Try it. <laughs> no, that'd be terrible. Uh, well, she she was a producer on Gone Girl. Well, Natalie Portman. Have Natalie Portman. It's not interesting enough for Natalie Portman. She wouldn't do it. Me. Me. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll, yeah. I volunteer as tribute. I'll take the role. I'll do it. Who would play opposite opposite uh, Lily James? Oh, what about Gosling for Rear Window? Oh yeah, I can, can see you, that. You can see that. Yeah. I could see Gosling in mine too. Let's insert Ryan Gosling into every Jimmy Stewart role ever made. Mr. Yeah. Gosling goes to Washington. Everything mm-hmm. perfect. Yeah, that's my answer. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, that's. Well, that was awful. I don't know. 
Let's do all Harry Potters over again, but with them as adults pretending to be kids. And let's have Quentin Tarantino direct it. <laughs> That'd be interesting. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. What if what if Tim Burton could, could direct <gasps> a classic movie? Oh, that I mean, be, he did Planet of the Apes. No, but. that would be amazing. You know Natalie Portman was in March Attacks? That would yeah. be amazing. Like, what would you choose? Oh, boy, oh, boy. That's Psycho? A, no, that's too obvious, you know? No, I'd want him to do something a little romantic, because he really does uh, flourish under those pretenses. Mm-hmm. So I'd really like that. But I don't know. That's a really good question. Mm-hmm. And if you have anyone else has ideas, feel I free to email us. I think Tim Burton secretly directed that movie, Butter. Is it called Butter? No. Bread? Toast. <laughs> You're spouting. <laughs> no, Toast. With Freddie Highmore and Helen Bonham Carter. I have my suspicions that Tim Burton secretly directed it. I didn't see that one. Well, you should give it a watch. You know, some people say that Spielberg secretly directed Poltergeist. I love that. I yeah. could see that. I could just no, I can't do that. That's a lie. Sure. Okay. <laughs> I'm thinking about it. All right. Well, there's there's theories that he actually did. That's funny. Secretly directed, yeah. Because I, I mean, get nightmares. Well, because I mean, he, he's a producer on it. Yeah, I know. So, <sighs> time will tell. Probably yeah. not. I guess that's the whole point. Yeah. But you know, hmm. I would like some, you know. Oh, Javier Bardem could be the guy Perry Mason, and that would be dope. <laughs> Yeah, yep. I feel you on that one. Yeah, that'd be good. That'd be good. That'd be good. What about Scarlett Johansson's Grace Kelly? I mean, I don't like her in anything, Henry. I think she's terrible. <sighs> oh, you know, Natalie Portman was originally going to be Black Widow. That's Scarlett Johansson, right? Yes. Yeah, and then she was going to be Catwoman. And Hathaway. She, she could be. Uh, I think she probably would have been better than Anne Hathaway. Oh, so much better. Yeah. Too short. Should have been excellent Catwoman, you know, because she's so smart. Thoughtful. Natalie Portman, you know. Harvard, what about James Harvard Franco? graduate. Well, he, he'd be good in what classic movie? Oh, all of the above. <laughs> but just, just in the role that you would least want to put him in. Just put him there, mm-hmm. you know? No, I think... God, I just blank. It's because, like, when you open your... When you can think about anything at all... Gee, what, about, like, what about, like, Gone with the Wind? Oh, God. Let's never watch her remake that. Yeah. I'm so good. Like, so good. Ugh. What about I, Top Hat? I was gonna, I was just about to say Top Hat. <laughs> he couldn't, I don't think, what? Oh, I don't, sorry. I don't think James Franco could quite pull off the kind of lightness, the kind of innocence, as it were, of Fred Astaire. Do you know uh, what I mean? Uh, yeah, I, I would agree. That's a hard one to rival the Fred. Well, you're gonna hate me for this. But I think Timothy Chalamet could do it. <laughs> Not just because they're both skinny. I think I think he could do it. He's a good dancer too. What about Army Hammer in that one? In He's what? In Top Hat. He'd be good as um um Eric Edward Horton. The, you know the kind of sidekick in those movies. Mm. He'd be like he like plays like uh Fred Astaire's um, stage manager, like that kind of thing. I think he'd be good at good for that. And then Ginger Rogers. Stuff. Okay, so it's hard if you cast Timothy Chalamet to find a good opposite. You know? Not in a rude way. It's just a lot more to think about. But, like, if we're not thinking about him... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'll have to think about right. it. I'll have to think about yeah, it. 
Yeah, feel free to send us stuff. Hopefully that answers your question. It doesn't. That was awful. A Sorry. Bit, but I, I feel like people are used to that by, by this point. But Let's put James Roday in some stuff. Where the heck is James Roday? I know where he is. He opened a monster-themed uh, dinner theater restaurant in L.A. But <laughs> but I'd really like him to come back. Okay. Let's put James Roday in some stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Because <laughs> why not? He's hilarious. Yeah. Anyways. So, all right, well, that's it for mail. Let's redo Titanic, except not crap. <laughs> sure. So... Scorsese doing Titanic would be good. Yeah. I yeah. think he'd be good. It wouldn't be my first choice, but... Or... Yeah. Crap, crap, crap. What's Birdman guy's name? Inuratu. Birdman guy doing Titanic. Hey, you know Natalie Portman was originally cast opposite Romeo... I mean, <laughs> opposite Leonardo DiCaprio and really? Romeo plus Juliet? She was too young. Too bad. She was too young. Too young. <laughs> too young, Natalie. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. Uh, I guess we just move on to our picks of the week. Uh, so, I actually have a, a good few. Thank be- God. Because I've, <laughs> I, I've ordered some kind of a handful of Blu-rays that I've been meaning to buy for a long time uh-huh. now, like catalog releases. Uh-huh. But one I did uh, kind of blind buy was The Towering Inferno, uh, which stars Steve McQueen and old Fred Astaire as well in his older days. Um, William, what's his name? Hund, Hund, William Mandel, no, William, (laughs) Holden, William Holden, oh, William Holden, William Holden, an understated kind of actor, yeah, and so this one is the story about the fire, my dad's obsessed with William Holden, really, yeah, well, you may want to see this, so, uh, it's about the fire, and it's, yeah, if it has Fred Astaire, I've seen it, yeah, I've seen it, it's about the fire in the San Francisco skyscraper, um, and it was from the 70s. And so this, it was interesting to watch because it's definitely one of the, the best examples of what modern blockbusters have become. These very, like, movies that feel the need to be, it is two hours and 45 minutes. Mm. Bl- like, so ridiculously bloated with characters and plot. Um, this on a huge ensemble cast, a bunch of effects, and it feels, so, like, watching that, I felt like I was watching San Andreas or something. Just a better, just better version. Yeah. But it is so needlessly long. Extra. Like, there is some great procedural stuff with the firefighters and the fire, but at times, like, I don't care about these people. I just want to see mm-hmm. the destruction, but, <laughs> the, I mean, the, all the practical effects are awesome. Like, these huge demolished sets and real fire and all of that. So that was interesting. Then I watched... Shoot. Here, you say something, I... I'm gonna look at my letterbox. Okay, one well, of mine is A Tale of Love and Darkness. Have you seen it? No, I still want to see that. You haven't seen it? No. So good. It's Natalie, Natalie Portman's D- directorial right. debut. Is it? No, it's not. Yes. New York, I Love You. Oh, I didn't see that. Okay. Or her feature film. Well, there were like a thousand directors on New York, I Love You because it's a bunch of different yeah. ones. It was, yeah, her first feature film. So good. It's foreign language. But it's so well constructed, very creatively put together. Good story, interesting. There's a yeah, book. I will, if you I will watch that soon. Yeah. Don't feel full from the movie. Great. Okay. I had other ones. Can't well, remember. Here. Well, I'll keep going. So I rewatched The Birdcage with Robin, <laughs> with Robin Williams, uh-huh. and it's awesome. It's, it's like ev- everyone is amazing in it. Like a uh, Hank Azaria. Is that his name? The, the who plays the, sure the the butler? He's amazing. Robin Williams. 
and Nathan Lane are both fantastic. It's just very funny, completely holds up, really. Um, I think a lot of that is because the performances are so good. But if you haven't seen that, it's great comedy. Uh, so check that one out for sure. And then I also rewatched The Big Sleep, uh, starring Humphrey Bogart yeah. and Lauren Bacall. Bacall. Yeah. And My mom saw her in a Whole Foods when I was a baby, and she said she was just so rude. It's too bad. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so this one is uh, kind of, it's considered to be a great classic, but it's somewhat a re- renowned because of the insanely ridiculous, overly complicated plot. Yeah. And so the director actually had to call the writer and ask about certain plot details. And even the writer himself did not know entirely. <laughs> and so it is, if you do A watch it, learn to that. Yeah. And so if you do watch it and you don't know what's going on, it's okay. Um, <laughs> I, I've seen it a few times now and I still don't know entirely. So it must be um, a good movie. No, but it's, it's clearly not made to make sense. It's mostly just for the seeing the characters go through this almost the fun of it is almost getting lost in this world that it creates. Um, and so it's, um, like I, again, with comparing it to modern films, it feels how a lot of modern blockbusters want to be when they become over, overly complicated, right. but they are at their core, very dumb. Whereas this <laughs> <laughs> knows that it's, knows what it's doing yeah. and so it complicates it for a reason and and also it feels like the where the inspiration for inherent vice was born mm-hmm. so like if you watch the big oh. sleep and then you watch inherent vice they're very similar oh, like yeah it's it's hmm. ve- it's very um like if the first time you see it had no idea what was going on it's like tons of characters all over the place and also since it's very 70s like drug induced yeah. it's even more complicated, but watch The Big Sleep and then watch Inherit Vice, and you may like Inherit Vice, because I know it was divisive when it came out, but um, and so every time you watch it, you see, notice more little details and stuff, and so The Big Sleep is cool. Um, good classic. Looks fantastic. Humphrey Bogart's great. I don't like Humphrey Bogart too much. I don't love him, but he's good at this. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I think that might be about it. Anything else for you? Well, I already said what Macy knew, but like if you're on the Scars Guard train, give it a look. Mm-hmm. And then uh, two two random ones. They're both like kind of creepy though, but in a kind of a subtleish way, kind of. Okay, uh, the Trouble with Harry. Have you seen that? Obsessed since I was little. It sounds familiar. Because I'm a freak, I guess. Who's, Just rewatched it. Who's in it? Uh, Beaver from Leave It to Beaver. It's Hitchcock. It's really good. Oh. Oh, then, oh, yeah. I don't think I've seen it, but I know what you're talking about. And then also there's a movie called The Gazebo that's really good. If you want... Those are both, like, the same genre, I think. Yeah. They kind of... All these movies have, like, an under... Like, a, kind of an understated kind of... Uh, creepiness, but it's not quite creepy because it's more tangible, you know? Mm-hmm. And those two movies have that, too. Those are old, oldens. Mm-hmm. But they're good. Cool, you haven't seen either of those, so I'll check those out. Well, you're welcome. Um, and then... Oh, one more. So I watched Run All Night, which is about Liam Neeson running all night. 
(laughs) (laughs) That would have been amazing, but no, it's not. It's this crime drama by a guy who did The Shallows, Orphan, uh, who just most recently did The Commuter. Mm -hmm. Um, And he's such a wannabe Tony Scott. Like, Mm -hmm. this guy is ridiculous. But he doesn't have nearly the, the charm or the finesse of Tony Scott. But this one is just so... has. Lee Mason, Joel Kinnaman. Oh, from what I just watched, Altered Carbon. Right. And the it's fake just, Alexander. Yeah. He, <laughs> it's just so insanely overly serious and cliched. Like, Lee uh, Mason is this guy, this retired cop who's, like, haunted by all the people <laughs> killed. And he's, a, like, a complete... Literally? Because that'd be cool. <laughs> well, he has nightmares and he can't sleep. And, yeah. and he's a complete, you know, he's a drunk, he's an asshole, and... It just so, and it just takes itself so seriously, but it's, it's not very good. Um, not terrible, but just very dumb. Yeah, that's like Altered Carbon. Yeah. And. But I've only watched the first episode. Yeah. But Lord H. Morty. <laughs> yeah, so that, but I think that's about it for now. And I have some other ones that I just got that I'll, I'll talk about next week. So when you're not, you're not here, but. Yeah. Um, but Shucks. Yeah. But I guess that about brings us to the end of the show. Unless, Chloe, you have anything else you want to mention? No. Um, but yeah, so... Uh, yeah, so next week it's going to be kind of a switcheroo. So Brayden's going to be back, but no Chloe. Um, and we'll see if, like I said before, we'll see if we can get maybe Jake, one of the Jacobs on. <laughs> I'm sure one of them wants to come on, so... Uh, I bet you could get the known one on first. Maybe. Um, but, yeah, so, uh, we hope you enjoyed the show. Chloe, as always, thank you for being here. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, we're sorry. sorry it was a mess. <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah, we're sorry, Brayden. It just kind of happened out of nowhere. Changes were made and Brayden got, uh, uh pre- preoccupied, but he's, he's fine. So don't worry. <laughs> he'll, he'll be back. Uh, no, I already asked you that. Yeah. So, <laughs> all right. So, uh, have a wonderful week, Chloe. Have a wonderful trip. Thank you. I'm sure I'll see you for them, but just uh, for the listeners, yeah. they wish you a happy day. They wish you a happy time <laughs> in Mexico. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, sure. all righty. And until next week, we'll see you later. <laughs> <laughs> what? Bye bye. Not the best exit. Thank, um, I just recorded that. So. Uh. Tired, hungry, I don't care. And when I'm done with your service, I'm gonna sell you to the circus. I'll come and visit in a week. Okay, so spoilers okay. coming for Annihilation. I'm so ready. Chloe's, Chloe's ready? pumped. I'm so ready. I'm going to keep it to a min. I'm just going to tell you the big thing I'm thinking. And mm-hmm. I don't think I'm the only one who thinks it. Okay. I think... Take your time. I think it's possible <laughs> that the alien entity being whatever planned the whole time. Well, I don't know if it was the whole time. But since Oscar Isaac made it to the end cave thing, right? Or the lighthouse. I'm sorry for calling it a cave. Made to the lighthouse. He said, okay, so he's done. He took his body, right? And he said, go find Lena. I think he was like, okay, perfect. I think.
think it was a whole plan to find her, bring her back in, then leave again. Yeah. Oh, that's a normal thing? Well, no, I'm, no I mean, I, but, yeah, I mean, that makes sense. I, but it all makes sense. And then I think the, the thing wanted her to destroy it. I think it was keeping her there so she couldn't run away, because she was going to run away. Right. It was fighting her, fighting her. Took the grenade. It knows what the grenade is because it saw Oscar as a kill himself. Yeah. Right? It's obviously like a weird sentient like life force. Self-aware. Yeah. It's just, it's like a life force. So it was, it was all there, I think, the whole time. So I think it wanted to destroy kind of the evidence, and now it's living in kind of the world. Mm-hmm. Which is totally different from the book so far. But that is my thing. I think it might have had a plan. Which I don't know how well, to feel I, about I, that. I, I would say... It probably does have a plan. Which I don't know how to feel about that. I don't know if I like that. I mean, obviously, I mean, I do know. I like that less but it, than just it existing. Because I think that's kind of refreshing, that it just exists. That it's more uh, likely, more realistic, you know? Mm-hmm. But maybe it's just a survival, I guess, every, obviously, evolution. Like, you have, you know, survivalist traits. Maybe the next step for this entity in that evolution at the moment anyway is to blend in you know to fade into society so it still exists through the two of them without being super obvious mm-hmm. you know their, and, eyes, and their eyes just glow different colors <laughs> it's very yeah. Edward Cullen yes classic classic Edward yeah do you know who Drew goes to Cup of Joe a lot or Joe Mango a lot Drew I mean, not by name. He's the coolest guy in the whole world. Wait, you mean the the alien searcher? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's cool. He's the nicest, most wonderful human being. Yeah, he's a good guy. Present company excluded. Okay. You. I was just being nice Oh, thank you. Anyway. Oh, gosh. Any. That's your phone. Oh, sorry. Anyway. What? What? Sorry, Kayla just sent me a really weird text about Chance the Rapper. But, anyway, <laughs> any, that's what chance are. Oh my gosh! Well, okay, anyway, where was I? I don't know. Uh, you were talking about the eyes glowing and then... Oh, Edward Cullen. Oh, Drew! Oh, yeah. He said... He, okay, so I had an art show that you attended, which was nice of you. Yes. Yeah, it was a good show. Thank you so much. And, um, so I was showing him the paintings from it, and he said, oh, is that Edward Cullen? And I, oh, Jesus Christ, I ruined that story. And he said, oh... So Cedric Diggory. And I said, <gasps> I said, Drew, I've never been given more of a compliment in my whole life. Is the guy with the yellow paint the... No. The guy with this hand on the face he thought looked like Cedric. Oh. Anyway. So, that was very nice. Okay. Um, okay. In other... Circling back. <laughs> in other spoiler theory, I had a... I hate saying theories incorrectly. Well, Hypothesis. No. Well, I mean, to bounce... To bounce off of what you said. Yeah. So... About him, maybe, I mean, of course, they make it ambiguous as if, because they don't know if an alien yeah. has the purpose. But, I mean, I think that makes sense. Yeah. Because if an alien came to Earth, you would immediately not know what its plan was. If it just was there. Well, it might have been an accident. Yeah. Like us. Yeah. Like, like <laughs> anything. It, it could have come there, oh, sorry, we need gas. We need yeah. it to, <laughs> we're just stopping to head into the next planet yeah. to blow it up or well, something. Well, if you can. We don't know their deal. We can't go to other planets. They may have come here by accident. They might not be able to leave. Yeah, they they may have just stopped, like, yeah, a motel situation. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> to camp out for the night, but 
Um, it's or, but of course they could have come there directly for a certain reason, and yeah. so it's just you need to develop it more. And so of course that well, there's two more books, right? Well, I mean, is is the end of the movie the end in the first book? So different stuff. It's, okay, this is the spoiler section, right? Yeah. Okay, so in the books, the husband like dies of cancer, and the whole it's just totally different. But no, there's a lot more. The other books. From my understanding, the other books are more about other characters and other, like the biologist, because in the book she's just a biologist, fades kind of more into the background, like she's still a character, but it explores other, new, like the, uh, what's his name? The hazmat scientist, I guess, who's Benedict, interviewing her. Benedict Wong. He becomes a bigger character, all kinds of mm-hmm. stuff like that. So it, it really, um... It, if you can believe it, it expands much even more. Hmm. Yeah, which is uh, pretty... Yeah. For a book, I guess it's easier. Yeah. But, and it goes a lot more into um, Jennifer Jason Lee's character and blah, blah, um, And the Lighthouse Keeper, which, uh, that's a fun twist. Ooh. I, I yeah. love Lighthouse Keepers. They're Harry Potter 4. The coolest little characters. Harry Potter 4, am I right? It wasn't a lighthouse, but to me, he's a lighthouse keeper. I thought, I thought there's the guy... To- he's in, the like, caretaker. A- in, like, but. the seventh book, who's, like, a the weird guy. <laughs> weird lighthouse guy. What? No. One of us is going to look real dumb. Probably me. <laughs> Wait, in the fourth one, what, what? He's a caretaker, but I like him to be thought of as a lighthouse keeper. To me, I always think he's the lighthouse keeper. When does that happen in the fourth one? In the very beginning of the movie, in the book. I just always think he's... Oh. Like, okay, anyway, anyway, anyway. Okay, so my <laughs> other thing is, if the thing about marriage is the true theme... Which I really think it is. Okay. It makes even more sense because he's literally a changed person. Mm-hmm. She has to deal with what she's made him become and what she's become through it, and blah blah blah. Okay. I thought there was going to be something about pregnancy and the whole thing, but there wasn't. Maybe the sequel. No, maybe. He's I, like maybe. Yeah. Alright, I'm done now. Alright. That was basically my whole thing, was that they're just existing now. I still don't think they had a true purpose. I think, I don't think they had a purpose for coming in, existing, whatever, or it, I don't know what you call it, the entity, Mm. we'll say, had a purpose for coming, existing, but then I think once it was here, it needed something to do, so its way of surviving was to Maybe it didn't even know what it was there for. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Much like us. Yeah. As the, like, I'm not walk, trying to get too much, but like that's they're, they're grappling with in the like, movie a lot. Yeah, like sometimes I, I walk into Jovengo in the morning, I'm like, how did I get here? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Complete blackout. Yeah, that's and what I, happens. And I need to figure out. Back at the movie. And I just figure out as I go along. Yep, perfect. I loved all the refraction stuff, though. But the time thing was a little weird. They forgot they didn't know how long they were there and stuff. It was played out. I thought that was unnecessary, but. I thought that was interesting. That was dumb. Okay. <laughs> so, I mean, it doesn't really lead to anything, but I thought the initial part, they're like, okay, something's going on yeah. here. Something, they're not just going for a stroll. But Henry, she's literally going through, she's decided to put herself what he has gone through because of yeah. her actions. Yes. Like, he leaves because he feels betrayed and can't trust her and blah, blah, blah. He's now uh-huh. broken. Yes, right? I agree. Yeah. And she literally goes through his mind in a way because parts of him are left behind. Like the house itself is there. 
her house is there. That was that was when I went, whoa, what the <laughs> heck is happening? <laughs> and then all kinds of, oh my god, I almost burst out laughing at that southern accent. I, oh. said, I said, I get why you have done it. Like, you yeah. probably got it from someone I wasn't, else. I wasn't crazy about it. But I was like, a little goofy. what the heck is, why am I, I really miss you. <laughs> I don't know who I am anymore. Yeah. And I said, yeah, I can tell. Oh my gosh. Okay. I'm, I'm good now. You good? Okay. For now. All right. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>